What's up, guys? Welcome to episode 24 of Beyond the Smokestacks. I'm joined by my co-host, Christian. What's up, Christian? I'm chilling. Uh, It's been an eventful week for NYCFC supporters, so uh, definitely not a dull moment. But yeah, no, just enjoying it uh, as it comes. Facts. Dobby, what's good? Fuck Madrid, my boy Tati owns you, bro. (laughs) Fuck you guys. (laughs) Coming out hot out the gates. We are joined by our special guest for episode 24, Malik. What's up, Malik? Nothing much, nothing much. The Knicks are looking good right now. I'm happy about that. Still hyping for the Tati performance from yesterday. So that was cool. What better I'm place to be? Right, what better place to be right now than New York City? Our, our all of our winter sports are doing well. The Islanders well, are well, the Islanders are in the playoffs. The Devils and the Rangers are playing each other in the playoffs. The Knicks are in the playoffs. Are the, are the, are the Nets still in the playoffs? The Nets no, got swept. Nets got swept. I'm a I'm a Nets fan, so I don't want to talk about how good uh, the sports season is. Get so out. I don't want to talk. Just just happen to be against Philly again. Get out the brooms! Yeah. I got swept. My yeah, brother sorry. and my father are Sixer fans too, so it's like really annoying. It's funny, like I don't know why they're Sixer fans, but my it's it's carried down from my dad. My 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 father's all over the place. He's also a Dolphins fan. Try to make sense of that. NYCFC is so. doing well. The bitch asses across the river aren't doing so well. <laughs> nope. Life yeah. is good. Um, yeah. All right. So um, before we head before we ju- um, before we jump head first and everything, let's get through our rapid fire questions, Malik. Drop us your favorite current NYCFC player. Uh, I'm gonna go with Magno. Tallis Magno. Okay. Yeah. Tallis Mango. He's like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. He, he, Magno's always been like one of my favorites too. Uh, he doesn't get enough sh- shouts like here. Uh, Tati, uh, not Tati Castellanos for current M- uh, NYCFC player. Uh, we've been hearing a lot of Chano recently. Snow's been getting a lot of burn. And yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, uh, Ilanich got like uh, finally got a mention uh, recently. Uh, who said? Who 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 was the one that said Ilanich or Ilanich or however you pronounce his Slovenian name? <laughs> I think it was. Uh, uh, he's been good. Uh, he's been really yeah, good. He's, yeah, he's been really good. GP gets mentioned a lot too. GP is a popular one as well. He's nice. All right. So yeah. He's nice. So we have. Yep. We have Talis Magno as your favorite current player. Who's your favorite all-time NYCFC player? It's got to be Tati now. Yeah? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Tati, 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 uh, Golador. Yeah. <laughs> I think it was probably, before that, it was probably Kynes. Iron Man. Uh, but, yeah. But, uh, yeah, it's probably him now. All right. Not, not, a, not a bad choice. Both Tati's uh NYCFC legend. Both good shots. Now he really put us on the map yesterday. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, favorite NYCFC kit? Probably a hypno kit. Hypno. Yes. I love hearing about the hypno kit. I love the hypno kit. I love the hypno kit. So that and the vault kit are my two favorites. Like, like, what, I was, I was, that and the, I guess, I don't know, that, that they killed it like the Gotham kit or whatever. Like, I like that one too. The It had like, it was navy blue and it had like diamonds in it. Yeah, uh, Davi likes that one. We don't like to talk about that one, though. We're not, we're, we're not huge on it. D- D- Davi's big onto the Gotham kit. Uh, the guy, even yeah. though I do think that the Gotham kit came up once as like a favorite kit outside of Davi. But yeah, uh, if I'm, but, going, uh, if I'm picking one, it would be the Hypno. Davi, what yeah, kit are you wearing today? Iconic. The Bronx Blue. Bronx Blue? Bronx Blue is another popular one. With the, the one. 11 on the back. 
I know that we don't have uh, we don't have video available on our podcast yet, but I I am rocking uh, Toronto FC jersey. It is from pre yeah. pre NYCFC existence. It is uh, also oh. it, it's uh, the jersey that I could find that has the least amount of red in it because of my red aversion. Um, so uh, I, I know you guys will see a picture on social media later, but I am wearing a, a Toronto FC jersey. I I just I it, listen. It, I, it's getting you I, angry, which is the the, the desired emotion i'm looking for at the start of this podcast but there's, but there's no reason it, 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 why you have to be mad there is no reason to be mad this week because nycfc is on a good run of form Tati castellanos is kicking the fuck up a- a- abroad in la liga against real madrid of all teams and there, there there's there's no reason to be mad right now why you why do you need to piss me off for no reason <laughs> well i i had uh, pissing you was enjoyable for everybody I went, else. I went off on Twitter earlier this week, and I had a former pod, podcast guest, uh, Felix, reach out to me and say, Coach Joe, why are you mad? Yeah, for real. <laughs> well, no, like, like, listen, everybody who listens to this pod and everybody who participates in this pod knows that I can get very, very animated and demonstrative really quick, and it could, be, it, it could, it could turn ugly. Like at, at, at the drop of a dime. However, there has been no reason for it to turn ugly recently. Uh, like, like, I, just, I, think, just I think I know why Coach Joe's mad. Why am I mad? It's because it's because Felix fixed the cuffs uh, on the bottom of your yeah. jeans so you can wear the tights <laughs> yeah. properly. It, 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 Joe, is sal- <laughs> Joe is salty that Felix told him that he wears his Tims like he's from Jersey, and, and sure I am enough. From Jersey. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's from, I, Jersey. I mean, he is from Jersey. But you can tell that that hurt his feelings. You can tell that that's that's cut deep. I know. I rock the Tims because Tims people people from New York rock Tims. <laughs> um. So, uh, so Malik, uh, now is now is time. We want you to uh, walk in, uh, us and the listeners through your NYCFC origin story. We want to hear why why you chose to to become a fan of this club, how you fell in love with this club, and and why you continue to support this club. Uh, well, I started watching soccer in the 2010 World Cup. I was out in Portugal, and uh, I was taking a class out there. And uh, the people I was staying with, they were Liverpool fans, but uh, they had some friends in town that was the Man- they were Manchester City fans. And, you know, they were all like, oh, you got to get a team, you got to get a team, you got to get a team. And then I told them I was going to be a Fulham fan because Dempsey – was my favorite player from that team at the 2010 World Cup. And he, that's where he was. So I was just like, I'm, I'll go with them. And they were all like, no, nah, you don't want to be a Fulham fan. And so I was like, oh, you know, all right. And so the people were like, oh, you should be. I was like, the one team I don't want to do is be a Manchester United fan. Because, I, you know, that's like being like from, you know, Texas or whatever. And you're a Yankee fan. You know, like, I just didn't want to be like that type of person. So. They were like, yo, you should be a Manchester City. Past history, they're they're kind of shit. <laughs> and they were like, you should be a Manchester City fan. And I was, I never heard of the team before. And I was just like, I remember I said, you guys are like the Mets. And then they said, you know, they were like, who? And you know, I was just like, you know, uh, you sound I, I, like I, I mean, <laughs> I, I'm a Yankees fan, and that's how I replied to, uh, like, like I'm a Mets fan. I'm like, who? And I, like, yeah, that's exactly how I re- I respond. That's that was their response. They were just like, and I was just like, yeah, you guys sound like the Mets, but that that was cool. And uh, I got I went home and I got FIFA that year, and I liked their jerseys, so I was like, I'm gonna go with this team, and that was my team. And uh, I was rooting for them, and I was rooting for the Red Bulls, 
And then, you know, this is 2010. We had the announcement was in 2013. Uh, I was in a Manchester City Facebook group, you know, the day before the announcement happened. And then somebody said it in that group. I was like, oh, New York. Oh, they was like, oh, Manchester City just bought a team in MLS. And I was just like, oh, I'm out. <laughs> this is what happened. It was, it was, it was close. It was close just to the time. Where, instantly. Oh, it was immediate. It was immediate. Uh, because I really embraced, like, being a Manchester City fan. Because uh, that was, like, at the time, it was just like, you can't be a, you can't root for a, a financial group and all that type of stuff. And, like, I didn't know much about soccer or anything. But, like, I just, like, talking shit, you know what I mean? Like, talking shit on the internet. So, like, it was, like, a fun scene to be around. Like, you can't tell me what to do. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I, so I was going hard for Manchester City at the time. So, they made a team in New York. I was just like, oh, that's just, it was New York and the Yankees? I was just like, all right. Hey, this, this is my team. It's dope. Right. It's, it's, it's bound for success. Yeah, I was like, all right, this is my team. And, yeah, it's been my team ever since. Uh, you know, just following closely through the whole, like, announcement expansion process you can look i did like a a thing when the jersey was announced mm -hmm. i did a little segment on that uh i was close to the people that were doing like the uh the media for them at first because like, before they got like a, a real team it was just outsourced to a company and i was close to the people with them my hands if you can like go up to the wayback machine on the nycfc website my hand is like the first picture for like the gallery it's me taking a, a picture of Claudio Reyna, like at the at the Jersey release or whatever, and they used that picture for a while. So I used to think that was cool, uh, but yeah, I mean, like you know, just been following the team really close since then, and it's really the first diehard team I've been a fan of that won a championship. So that was cool. I see you out there looking fresh so you in, that, in that orange sweatshirt. I like that orange sweatshirt. Yeah, I need a new one. I need yeah. another one. You need another one already. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's my that's my go-to sweatshirt to put under the under the uh, volt kit when on the cold weather days when I want to win the volt kit. This is my go-to like airplane airport hoodie too. Yeah, it's, it's, a it's a comfortable hoodie. Yeah. So, so, so Malik, you said this like NYCFC was the first time that like like the first team that you ever like kind of like watched winning a championship. So you are a Mets fan. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not a diehard. I'm not a diehard Yankee fan. Like I'm, you know. If they, you know, if they make the playoffs or whatever, I'll root for them. I'm not a diehard okay. Giants fan, you know, but I'm a diehard Knicks fan. I'm a diehard NYCFC fan. And, yeah, that was the first thing that and the rest, seen and the, and the rest is just, like, you know, like, like you'll catch them when you can. Like, like you don't go out of your way to, like... I root for them, you know, you know, it's New York, I root for them. But yeah. I'm not, I'm not... Those sports don't... I'm not diehard fans of those sports, so... I got you. Yeah, that, like, that, that's like in 2010, the summer of 2010, finding soccer, that was it. Really filled a, a big void in my sport watching life because like NBA would the off season would come with the NBA and it would really be like nothing. You it's know? just baseball at that point. Yeah, just watching baseball and like people talk about NFL. You know, like it's just it was terrible. And then I found this sport and it was just like it was. Well, on, speaking of NFL drafts tomorrow, it is. I don't even I don't I don't even know what position the Giants are in. Or... They're in twenty uh, fifth, twenty fifth in the first round. Yeah. So later in the nowhere, nowhere enviable. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we we, we uh, the game this year, just so you know. <laughs> I, I, I'm a Steelers fan. We're not getting a high draft pick this year e either. No, so. Just yeah. about your goddamn Steelers. 
Listen, bro, fuck off. Like, just, just sit the fuck down. Like, also, uh, talk shit about baseball again. Talk shit about baseball again, and I'm going to give you a fucking wedgie next time I see you, okay? I wasn't even talking though, shit about baseball. It was Joe. It was Joe talking shit about baseball. Even though, even though I'm with Malik, because if the MLB keeps on trending in the direction that it's trending with these fucking dumb rule changes, I'm probably going to just be a casual baseball fan soon. These new rules suck. I'm sorry. The pitch clock is fucking terrible. It's awful. Some people it's awful. Some people aren't going to like this take, but I'd rather watch paint dry and grass grow simultaneously than watch a baseball game. That's good. That's good for you. And guess what? Uh, oh, okay. Jesus okay. Christ. Okay. First, 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 okay. Okay. Three things. First off, fuck off. Two, good for you. Three, um, three, are any of the rules that baseball implemented going to incentivize you to watch it? I know you trolled like the other week. Exactly. So I rest my fucking case. I think fuck, fuck off. Fuck right off. That, 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 that sport is dying. That sport needs Jesus. I think playoff baseball is great, but regular season is just. Too many. Yeah, it, lose like I, the first I, eighty games and win hundred games. I, I I I love baseball. It's just uh, baseball is its own worst enemy. It just is. But uh, it's not a baseball podcast. It's a you football. Got, have podcast, you guys ever so. seen the movie Basketball? Yeah. No, and it doesn't sound like something I'd watch. <laughs> I would watch I that shit. So that. I saw it in theaters. <laughs> yeah, I would watch that shit. Christian, you need to watch Basketball. You fucking need to watch it. It's the best movie ever. It's like um, uh, Dudes That Made South Park. Yeah. I, do, uh, so, so, so my girlfriend just watched the Whitney Houston movie, and she hasn't seen The Bodyguard yet. So it, it's, it's, at, it's going to uh, be a Bodyguard gotta, Night? Yeah, it's going to be a bodyguard night tonight once she gets off of work. Yeah, I, I'm not giving her a choice. It's going. She, there's two movies that I need her to see. It's it's Bodyguard and American History X. She's never seen either, oh, so oh, essential. You do it back to back. That that would be an odd back to back. That would be yeah, an odd rotation. You got, you, got, you got six hours of free time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like you want to watch the fall asleep like halfway through the the second movie. To be honest. Do you want to watch the Fellowship of the Ring right afterwards? <laughs> <laughs> we got all night, you know. All right, so jumping um, into NYCFC related shit, um, Malta Amundsen was traded on decision day to the Columbus Crew for a washing machine and some Lucy's, essentially. International <laughs> uh, tra- tra- translation international uh, for uh, for. Uh, general allocation money, and I think didn't we give them an international slot as well? No, Isn't that we also we, we gave them. an international slot to international... LA Galaxy. Yeah. Oh, so... that's right. Okay, so different. Even though selling Melta Amundsen frees up an international slot, yes, to begin with. Unless, so, unless yeah. he was green. So, unless he had a green card, I don't know if he had a green card yet. Nah. So, how... Yeah, 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 no, he didn't have a green. So they started. They started the day with the same amount of international slots as they ended. Yeah, so yeah. the reason why the international slot was traded to LA Galaxy was because LA Galaxy was trying to sign their 2022 or 23 super draft pick. But he's an international, they didn't have any international slots left. So we sold our international slot to them, and then they immediately signed their draft pick um, from from LA hmm. Galaxy 2, I guess, or whatever. Um, and then on decision, on decision day, we sold Amundsen to the crew. The crew were looking for a left back because James Sands' twin brother, I believe. I think it's his twin brother. Yep. James Sands, yeah, James Sands yeah. twin brother, um, who was, uh, grew up playing the L, um, NYCC Academy. His uh, his MLS rights were sold to the crew a couple seasons ago. He has emerged as their starting left back. He tore his ACL either in this, I think it was either last week or the week before he tore his ACL. 
Um, so he's out for the rest of the season. So the crew are replacing one former NYCFC player with another NYCFC player. I am, I'm, I'm, I'm obviously, I'm, I'm happy for, uh, for Malta um, because now he's actually going to be getting some burn and some playing time. Um, he deserves it. He's a young guy. He's, I think he's 24, 25 years old. Um, and, uh, and he deserves to play. Um, so, and he wasn't going to be getting any playing time. He's falling out of, he's falling out of favor with Nick Cushing. Um, and I mean, I'm really happy he got sold now rather than having to just foil away on our, cause it's, it's not even like they're playing him on NYCFC too. Um, he was just literally just practicing and riding pine. And sometimes he wasn't even in the 18. So he would just come to the games and street clothes and watch. Um, so I mean, uh, my, it, my, my, so, so I think overall the deal is a smart idea because he's not playing. Well, I, I mean, it's good for Melda, obviously, yeah. because he's going to go to a place where, where he will play. Uh, for NYCFC, it kind of leaves us in a weird position because, yes, uh, on one hand, yeah, we weren't playing him that much. But on the other, now we don't have a, uh, an out-and-out out fullback that can cover for Brian Kufre if he needs to be rotated or if he gets hurt. That just leaves Kevin O'Toole. Uh, yeah, he's nice. Who? Who else is there? Christian McFarlane. Jimmy McFarlane's 15, 16 years old. Get the still, fuck out of he's here. He's still there. <laughs> he's still there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, that, that's not, that's. Can, can we be can we be practical and rational right now when we're like doing this? I see Joe's really trying to get under my skin right now. Hashtag play the kids. Like, Hashtag play the kids. I don't know. I remember. No. Remember when Angelino was here? He used to get like muscled up the ball all the time. <laughs> yeah. And, and him Angelino with, him with the sixty nine on the back. Wasn't he 18 or 19 when he came over? Like, he was much yeah, older than McFarland was. Yeah, he was, like, 19 yeah, well, years old, yeah. Christian McFarland is not ready for – he barely broke into NYCFC's two, NYCFC 2 squad. He's not ready for MLS play. He's not – like, like he's just not. Like, there's certain play, – some players who can come in at 16, a la Alfonso Davies, who can come in and already look like grown men. Alfonso Davies looked like he was 30 by the time he was 16 years old. Like, like, like he was ready to go. He he was an athlete. He was the complete package. He had he looked he had the build of an adult man. Christian McFarland, you look at him, very skinny, very small. I'm not saying skinny and being small is necessarily a prerequisite for being bad. I'm just saying you look at him and I don't see somebody who's ready yet to take that physical leap into the league. Like he 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 doesn't have it yet. And also from the looks of it. NYCFC might be shopping Christian McFarland. The only yeah, reason really? why we might have signed him to be the only reason why we signed him to begin with is so that we profit. can make a profit off of him when he inevitably leaves for a Premier League or like Academy or they're, they're, they're doing that that way just 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 so they don't have another Gio Reyna case. I know, but get, even, like, even Joe Scally got a couple, has... got a couple games with NYCFC before he got sold though. Yeah, but, yeah, that, that, but it was. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, but that's because um, they. I guess they just wanted to play him so they could say, "Oh, he played for us," and then we were shipping I'm, him out for some money. I'm also, I'm also pretty sure that one second. He was when injured was most Joe, of the time. Uh, well, Joe Skelly had a lot of injury issues, but also like, listen, I'm not in the business. Like, uh, so, so yeah, okay. So we announced that he was leaving for. Uh, uh, in November of 2019, Claudio Reyna was still in charge of the club. That is Cla the way Claudio Reyna, he was, he was about to leave, but the way Claudio Reyna does business versus how David Lee does business is completely different. It, 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 it's just not the same. And also, like, I legitimately don't... Also, I Claudio Reyna is a piece of shit. I, I, <laughs> yeah, I never found that out. Neither here nor there. I don't care. Uh, like, uh, my that kid, issue... That kid McCaffrey, he, he has a... He has a couple passports too, so they really had to sign him. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, he's like sixteen. 
yeah, McFarlane has citizenship yeah, for McFarlane. England and the United States. And uh, like, I, I also don't think that he's going to factor into our plans. I think Carrizo will, because Carrizo has actually gotten minutes with the first team. McFarland was basically uh, invisible after he got set. Yeah, that, in the preseason. Yeah, yeah that's right. I, I, we watched I, the same yeah, preseason. I, really, I think, yeah. I think Car Carrizo might also be one of those players that has dual nationality, Argentina and yeah, the United in, States. Yeah, Carrizo, yeah. yeah. Argentinian and the United States. I, I, th uh, I, th I think he might ultimately represent Argentina. Yeah, uh, that's going to be a hard team to break into, especially with them coming into a golden age. Yeah, I, I, yeah. I don't see him. I don't see him capping for. I mean, but, I mean, that, but, but we, there is pictures of him training down in Argentina with like the U, like sixteens or whatever. Regardless, the point the point I'm trying to make is that I don't think like like because we've seen Carrizo as a 15 year old who who it, who has the who has the talent, but not necessarily. He's not necessarily ready for for NYCFC's first team, like at least MLS play, league play. He, I, th I think this just—I think this last weekend he just got his first start for the second team as well. Yeah, but like we've seen, he's obviously factoring to NYCFC's long-term plans. We don't know anything about Christian McFarland, and from what the sounds of it, he's already been shopped to Premier League clubs. So I think we're just gonna, trying to turn a profit off McFarland. I don't think he's—I don't think he's ever going to make an appearance for NYCFC's first team. So the reason why Carrizo and McFarland haven't made NYCFC two appearances, even though this is only like their third game of the season, they didn't appear in the first game or really the second game because during that first and second game, there was the uh, the Generation Adidas Cup going down down in Florida, where all of the MLS teams were down there, and also all of the big clubs from Europe were were there with their youth teams. So Carrizo and McFarland were down there playing in the GA Cup. That's why they weren't available for selection with NYCFC two. It's not because they weren't good enough. They were down at playing in a tournament they were eligible to play for because they're under the, under U, I think it's U eighteen or whatever. Um, what? Whoa! I, I didn't say anything about any any of their no. individual talent levels. No, it was Davi. Davi mentioned that Carrizo got his first start for NYCFC two this past weekend, and I, I just want to make sure that we're clarifying that the reason why he hasn't started for NYCFC two yet up until this past game was because he was down in Florida representing NYCFC okay. at the GA Cup. Sure. Yeah. No. Otherwise, he'd be a sure starter for NYCFC too. Okay. So, so worst case scenario, you don't have an out and out fullback who you can rely upon because the one that you do have behind uh, Brian Kufre is being shopped out. Uh, best case scenario, you have a sixteen-year-old who, or, or is he even sixteen yet, or is he still fifteen? I don't. I don't know. He might, he might be fifteen still, to be honest. Uh, yeah. So I. It, it, in which case, you don't have an out-and-out out fullback to cover. So, good for Melda, and at least we got... It, 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 I looked at the deal. The, the money seems to be about right. Uh, like, what was it, 200 and something K this year, and then an, an additional 200 K next year, plus incentives. So, 400 K plus. Uh, like, I like that deal. For a player that we weren't using, that's that's reasonable. He, uh, he just turned but, 16 in January, sorry, by the way. Okay. Yeah, okay. So, he's 16. Even so, like... I don't think he's. I don't think he, he. I don't think he factors into our plans, and I also don't think he would come up if, if uh, if Brian Kufre went down. I think they would go with Kevin O'Toole. And even though I like Kevin O'Toole, I love me some O'Toole. I think O'Toole is a very solid player. He's mostly suited for that wing back slash wide midfielder winger situation. He's not a fullback. He's not a defensively potent player. So that leaves us awfully thin. Uh, on at left back and also re leaves us pretty thin on the left side of our defense entirely. You have to remember, we don't have a true left outside of Tony Alfaro. We have no left footed center back on our team right now. So, um, and I don't think any of us are, you know, 
foaming at the mouth to uh, see Alfaro make an appearance any, at any point. Maxime Chanel has done a very valiant job and a very good job at that in that position. But yeah, yeah I rest yeah, my case. You have to feel for Maldo a little bit, though. Like he, I mean, he came to the club in 21, won a trophy, played a lot of games. Uh, 22, he's a starter for me. Got displaced by a super draft pick. Yeah, displaced, oh, but, displaced but he still played 2,000 minutes. For, yeah, for, no, 100%. I feel. And then now 2023, uh, we're, we're ten game, we're almost ten games in. He hasn't seen a minute yet. Like that's that's not that's, like that's not okay. Like <laughs> I'd want to. But if we're too. being objective, but if we're being objective, he's never performed well. I know he hasn't. But he's it's not like he, like he's at the right age to, that he should be a starter somewhere, and he's he has the minutes logged in MLS. Like we, I mean, obviously we know what to expect from him. But like I'm happy that he's going somewhere where he can play because it's he's not playing for NYCFC two, and he's not even getting substitution minutes. For, NYC, for the first team. So, so, I mean, it makes sense to send him away. Because, I mean, I'm actually proud of him that he hasn't made more of a stink in, like, the media or complaining about playing time. Like, you haven't heard a peep from this dude about any, nothing negative from this guy whatsoever. Like, that's, well, like he's a pretty stand-up guy. Well, two things. One, they could have been working behind the scenes to get him a deal out uh, yeah. for a while. And this was the first opportunity where, like, it, it uh, where uh, a... Uh, uh, a viable option outside of NYCFC uh, presented itself. And, you know, so for him to be able to go to Columbus Crew, who obviously are in need of a player like him right now, is uh, is very good. Uh, I'm happy for him, but I, I hate to sound cold. I'm not a Melda Amundsen fan. I'm an NYCFC supporter. So, like, I mean, good for him, but, you know, we move. You know, he's yeah. not he's not in my head. He's not in my head anymore outside of the next time that we face Columbus well, where he will. Well, we're not really going to miss him either. Because uh, Kufre has just been the starter since day I mean, one. I mean, Kufre is the starter, but I mean, the, the only like I said before, the point of the point of contention that I have with the move, the only point of contention that I have with the move, for the record, because I don't think Melda performed well when he was with us, and I don't think he's done enough to. Uh, I, now I've always said that Kufre wasn't an, an obvious enough upgrade over either Amundsen or even O'Toole for that matter. Like you know, like earlier on, I still think that uh, you know. I still think that Amundsen never really, really did himself any favors with his individual performances. So, but you know, like I, uh, what was the point that I was trying to make? Uh, it, 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 it's out of sight, out of mind for me until we, all, until we, uh, you know, like uh, inevitably face Columbus and he destroys us and collects three assists and <laughs> two goals to boot because that's just how it'll go. It'll be like the Patrick Mullins effect where Mullins was completely pedestrian for us, but found a way to punish us when he was on DC United. Or how Tommy Mack scored against us with the, with yeah. I, mean, I don't know. Former NYCFC players just seem to show out against us. I don't know what it is. Maybe it's a conspiracy. Maybe we just let them feel good for a second. I don't know. What, what about Did Ryan Jonathan Miera? Lewis? Did Jonathan Lewis ever score against us? I don't think Jonathan no. Lewis ever scored against us. But no, I don't think we play against Colorado often. Enough. Not not too often, mm-hmm. no. So like I mean like it's a Western Conference team. That's where we should have sent him. The Western Conference. Instead, we sent him. We kept him in the Eastern Conference, where he's ultimately well, he, jo- where he's inevitably. Josh Williams. Yo, yeah. Josh Williams is a perfect. Josh Williams killed us, but couldn't find oh. minutes over either Jason Hernandez or Shea Facey. Get the fuck out of here! No, it's sad what happened oh, to Shea Facey. I know, yeah, but, well, fuck is he but look, look at look at Josh Williams' longevity like in the league, tired. though. No, jo- he won an MLS Cup. I know, but look at his longevity. Oh. He, I mean, he was in MLS before he was with us. He's been in, he stayed in MLS after he's been with us. Like he's. Been in the league for a minute. Scored against us as well. Yeah. Hasn't he won two? Didn't he win one with Columbus as well? 
don't know. He yeah, won he one with Toronto. 2020. He went Columbus to us. Did he play for? He, I think he played for someone else in between there he as well. Won, Toronto. Did he play for Toronto? He won with. He played with Toronto, but he didn't. He didn't win the. He didn't win the MLS Cup with them. He won the MLS Cup. Oh, with okay. So, so he he was he was he part of the sixteen team that went to the final and lost. Yes, he was part of the 16 team, and then he, uh, yeah, they won the Eastern Conference Championship, but lost to the Sounders. They lost to the Sounders with zero shots on target conceded. Yeah. Okay. And now he, I don't, I don't think he's playing. No, he's playing for Columbus Crew right now. Okay. He won the there. cup in 2020. He's 35. So. He scored against us in 2017. I don't want to talk about it. All right. So, I mean, let's uh, let's move on to something a little bit more joyous real quick before we jump into Toronto. Uh, Valentin Tati Castellanos dropping. So is it called a, a poker? Called a, I think, well, I think it's, it's a super hat trick. No. Four so goals, maybe? I don't know. Four goals is called a hole. Never hole. heard that before. Like it, spelled, it spelled like, so uh, my friend. Like whole Eddie, city. Yeah, yeah. So my friend sent me. So two is a brace, three is a hat trick, four is a haul, five is a glute or a glut, and then six is a double hattie. So, yeah. Um, yeah, but that's that's how. That's Girona posted. I've never heard I, I, swear, I thought four, I thought four goals was a super hat trick. Uh, it, 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 yeah. It's a well. I mean, call it whatever the fuck you want. A, a super hat trick, a double hat trick. It, it, it's all valid. Apparently, it's called a haul. H a u l. Right. He's gonna be a legend there. Like that's 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 probably like winning a championship or something. Could you imagine if he had scored that? I want goal I want the fifty million. Could you imagine yeah, if he had be... scored goals against both of La Liga's top teams? I think it. No, he, I mean, that would have been he, great he too. But to I think that, that that like adds to the story. I feel like like if I'm a scout and I see how he bounced back from that miss, you know, I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm, well, it's, I'm it's in, one man. thing. None of his four <laughs> goals were he, he, he has to be a Barca fan. Has to be a Barca fan, man. <laughs> nah, he wanted that. He wanted that so bad. To score four goals and have none be PKs is a really big deal. PKs are an easy way to to pat to pat goal stats, but he scored four especially goals. Yeah. Especially, especially he has one penalty on a season. Uh, yeah, uh, especially as, I don't think he has any. No, Tati has one. Tati has one. He has one. Uh, it's just one. He's, he's six off. No, actually, no, seven off Lewandowski because Lewandowski scored today. He's uh, seven uh, off the top of the Golden Boot race. Especially against a team as strong as Real Madrid, you know, like like you think about their defense, Eder Militao. He made Eder Militao look look silly today. He like 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 that second goal where he like kind of bodies him off and then makes that one like little nice touch away and then just finishes a pass. Who was it next tonight? Lunin. 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 Yeah, it was the he's he's the uh, Ukrainian kid, right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I saw, what happened I saw to something Chris, on Twitter that supposedly they're gonna. I saw something on Twitter supposedly that they're going to terminate his uh, visa and send him back to Ukraine, but it was false. <laughs> well, no shit, because Real Madrid I just, I just, fans I, are I thought it was scumbags. funny. I thought it was funny. Uh, yeah, well, it's because Real Madrid fans are scumbags, and Barcelona fans aren't far behind them, so don't don't flatter yourself. But uh, um, uh, no, you guys are the Dallas Cowboys in tandem of Spain. Uh, you guys are insufferable. I can't stand listening to you guys. But, uh, um, no, that's, that's no, Los Putos. Hijos de puta de Madrid. Puta Madrid. Uh, Fucking hate uh, that but, club. Uh, but uh, no, like uh, to do it against a team like four goals, that's it. That's impressive against anybody. To do it against the team that's competing for a La Liga title right now is uh, one of the biggest clubs, most decorated, if not the most decorated club in football history. That's 
insane. Like, like, like that, that's, it, it's just, and, and it, cause, uh, you know, uh, Malik, you know, we were talking off air, you know, you, you're not a regular listener to the podcast, but you know, we were, to- we had a Jonathan Sanchez from NYCFC forever on a, a few weeks ago. And we were talking about where Tati goes at this long. And because he hadn't, he hadn't done quite enough to like, maybe like, cause it, it's obvious that he's too good for MLS, but had he done enough to that point, especially this is also the post-Barca game. So he was probably at like one of the lowest points in his footballing career. At that point. He deleted and social so he, media at that point. He scored a goal. He yeah. sco- he, I think he scored a goal the game after that, though, didn't he? He did. He scored a goal the game after, yep. Yeah, yeah mm-hmm. but I mean, even so, like, even so, like, I think it was before that game. Like, like he hadn't, he hadn't, like, had the recovery game yet. I, I'm, I'm, don't quote me on that, but I'm pretty sure that, like, it, it, the Barca game, game was just, like, it was fresh, like, real fresh off the, uh, fresh off the presses. But, uh, like, we were wondering, like, where does he go? Does he come back for half a season and maybe try the market in the, in the winter? Do, do we find a suitor for him? If so, is it at a discounted price less than we wanted to sell him for? Four goals against Real Madrid plus the goal that he scored in the recovery after the Barcelona miss, I think says a lot to to world to scouts all over the world that this is a kid with a very high mentality. Not, not just an eye for goal, but also a good mentality. To miss to have a miss like that be shredded uh, on social media it's to the point where you had to like silence it for a little bit. And then come back with a goal in the next game and then four against against Real Madrid of all teams like that's like like, like he's got to be go- he's gone for sure like, it's, like, it's like, just like, Real Madrid they're a tiny club well listen okay no. so did you see the did you see that interview that he did at well uh, that they showed at halftime yeah, like, he said he said thanks thanks to the single entity model on MLS he knew how to like <laughs> like kind of like almost come into his own it's something that you don't get in Europe you know, with like all the pressure of like, you know, if you find yourself at the bottom of the table, you like you find yourself with those pressure relegation kind of to you want it to stay up just to get those like the TV rights money, like the revenue. If you go down, it won't be as good. So I he, he kind of applauded MLS and their single entity model. And he said MLS and Don Garber is number one at the end, which I find pretty funny. <laughs> it must he, said he, wanted to, he said he wanted to play for Guardiola at City. Yeah. Like he said that's like a goal. Uh, of his. Good, 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 good luck because you have uh, Holland and Alvarez to beat. So good luck. Yeah, yeah it's, a, it's a good goal to have, but it's not at all realistic. He'll, he'll probably like I could see him staying at Girona, them paying him, them paying the fee, maybe like for fifteen to twenty million, or him even going to somewhere else, maybe not in the CFG. He's going so, somewhere. Possibly so, so his his value rose to fifty million during the game yesterday. I don't know how true that is, but I don't, someone said it. If we get fifty million for Tati Castellanos, I'll be a happy man. I don't expect it though, because well, listen, like he'll so, go for like I. Sorry, here's uh, so I mean, when you think okay, Tati scored four goals against Real Madrid, like what what did their lineup look like? They had Nacho Fernandez, Rudiger, Militao, and Carvajal as their as their back line. Those are like I mean I don't think all of them are their full time starters, but I mean and granted the, the goalkeeper wasn't uh, Courtois, it was Lunin. Uh, but then their midfield is, is Modric, Cruz, and Valverde. So like they played, they played their studs, and Tati did all this against against guys that they, are. They, they still they still played a relatively strong team. No Benzema, no Courtois in the lineup. Obviously, they have Champions League to worry about next week. But still, they're, they're, relatively they're strong trying, Madrid team. They're chasing Barcelona. They're not going to field any super weak teams. Even if they have to rotate one or two players out, they're still going in with a team that's at least at ninety percent full strength. They're, they're chasing a league title. Like, I, I, like, on, if, if you were to give me that team on paper, that Real Madrid team against Girona, I think everybody would be like, oh, yeah, Real Madrid is probably going to win like 2-0, 3-0. It, 
you know, I, comfortable win even even with a slightly rotated team, but still, that wasn't the case. I mean, Tati should fucking balled out yesterday, man. They're, so they're also they're also trying to. I mean, they're they're what eleven points behind Barca now. They're, so they're yeah, eleven at, points because Barca because Barca fumbled the bag again and lost. Okay, so so like, they're also trying to they're also trying to stay ahead of Atletico Madrid. You know, like, like two who were right behind them, two points behind them. Who, so, you who, know, who they, won? Who won today? Three one. Yeah, they, they, Real Madrid do not want to get passed by Atleti on the table, no matter what, no matter where it is. Even even if they were competing for 19th and 20th, if Real Madrid let Atleti finish above them, that would be an embarrassment on their part. I mean, the best thing I saw on social media yesterday was yesterday's price is not today's price. <laughs> that, that price was, okay, when he had a went up. <laughs> 11 goals, 11 goals, still has a couple games left in the season. I mean, I, I mean, I, I wouldn't be half surprised. I mean, he's done he's done really well for John. I wouldn't be half surprised if Girona, uh, if Girona pulls the trigger and, and pulls and brings him in. I mean, that's if for 25 that's million. That's if there's not a higher it. suitor. I, you know what? I wouldn't be fucking surprised. Real Madrid, I wouldn't be surprised if Real Madrid goes out and buys him. <laughs> oh God! Please no! Please no! No no no! Please please no 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 no! Please no! Please don't please don't put that image in my head! Please no! Just to piss off Davi, I hope that happens. But how sweet would that be? Directly from NYCFC sold directly to Real Madrid. How how sweet would that be? It would look good on paper. Twenty five million cash. No. No, 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 no. Yeah, there we go. I, I won't be able to look at him the same. Barcelona and pack alert after that. No. All right. So, uh, more deadline de- more deadline day deals happened, um, and two of them in particular um, are directly affect this weekend's game NYCFC against Toronto FC. Uh, CJ so. CJ Sapong was traded to Toronto FC from Nashville. Um, so now uh, they are looking to. Uh, I mean, we played against CJ this year. Played against a couple, uh, two matches it's, ago. Just, 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 just watch him score against us. It's, it's just so typical. <laughs> we played against him two matches ago for Nashville. We held him in check. Didn't really do much. Uh, but I mean, he's a MLS journeyman. Uh, has shown that he can put the ball in the back of the net. Um, and uh, Toronto has not really shown that they can put the ball in the back of the net that much outside of the Italians. Um, and then another trade. Uh, def- I, I hadn't really. I don't really know much a lot about this guy. Uh, defensive man. Um, uh, his last name is Mabika. Twenty-four-year-old uh, defender, 6'6", 214 from Zambia. Um, got traded from Inter Miami to uh, to Toronto. Uh, Toronto. So this is hilarious, by the way. Toronto. Um, I'm not sure if it was in- included in the CJ Sapong trade or if it was the Inter Miami trade, but Toronto traded away their defender McNaughton. <laughs> after the, <laughs> the game against uh the game against Philly they had this weekend oh he was tra- he was traded to uh yeah so after the game this weekend he scored an own goal on his own team uh for Philly on on Sean Johnson. one of the most comical own goals you'll ever see he scored an own goal registered a 4.8 fat mob rating <laughs> and is traded two days later <laughs> on decision day they said get the fuck out of here <laughs> Uh, neither of these moves worry me at all. <laughs> None. I don't care. But could, uh, could you could you imagine scoring an own goal and then the team trading you two days later and saying, well, "We don't. Well, your services are no well, yeah, longer I mean, fucking needed. Yeah. Get out." 
Yeah, well, yeah, no. That's yeah, re- re- Real Madrid fans to Lunin after Tati dunked on him four times. <laughs> okay, so, okay, so 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 literally, so literally, Toronto picked up an own goal merchant and a uh, and an MLS journeyman who got put in the pocket of who is still probably in the back pocket of Tiago Martins somewhere wherever Tiago is. Uh, shout out Tiago Martins. Uh, so yeah, no, uh, I, I'm not. He probably went through the mind. wash. I also don't. I, I I don't think any of these moves put Toronto put Toronto uh, make them any better than they already were, uh, which is piss poor in terms of quality and results. So I mean, I, even though they, they you know they directly affect Toronto, who we have this week, so it's worth talking about. Um, yeah, no, I I don't I don't feel any I don't feel any worse about Toronto than I did before the moves materialized. So right. um, let's go. Do, yeah, let's go that, through that, some stats here for Toronto. Um, the game is at BMO Field in Toronto. It's, it's uh, an away game, the away leg of this fi- uh, fixture. Um, at BMO Field, NYCFC Sports, a two-win, two-draw, five-loss record all time. With those two wins coming in June of 2015, which was a 2-0 victory with David Villa scoring a penalty in the eighth minute and then um, kind of completing his brace in the 58th minute. And our last, our last win at BMO Field was August 12, 2018. Josie Altidore was shown a red card in the 11th minute. Giovinco scored in the uh, Via scored in the 15th. So four minutes after the red card, Via scores. Giovinco scores in the 27th. Ismail Tajuri Shradi scores in the, in the 36th. Victor Vasquez scores in the 51st, and then Izzy wins the game in the 88th minute, almost at the death to come out with a 3-2 victory at BMO. That is our only win at BMO Field um, in this um, in this uh, this this uh, fixture. Um, two wins, two draws, five losses. Our last three matches up there have been loss, draw, loss. Um, uh, with a, uh, Our last match up there being in uh, Mar- uh, January, April 2nd of 22. We lost 2-1. to one. Um, a ba- uh, we were down 2-0 um, after a Tiago Martins own goal. <laughs> so, uh, so Tiago Martins has an own goal history with this team. Um, and a bear scored at 90 plus two. Um, so I mean, not a not a now, good not a good recent history. Pattern, huh? Now if the pattern continues, we'll, we'll, it, we'll get a draw. <laughs> yeah. So I mean, in, in theory, we'll get a draw. Um, looking at Toronto's recent form uh, so far this season. Uh, they've been a team of draws. Uh, they have a fuck ton of draws. Um, but uh, they've been able to get uh, results at home. Uh, their, their two losses on the season have come in the first game of the season against D.C. at D.C. And most recently, the last game, um, at Philly, losing 4-2. to two. Um, Other than that, everything has been a draw and, um, or their lone win, which is against Miami um, at home. And I believe that win against Miami came... Did it come after we hurt uh, Gregory? I do not know if it came after we hurt Gregory because Miami, Miami pre, what, pre uh, that injury, Miami post. So Toronto's win, right? Huh? Against Miami? Yeah. It, yeah, yeah, yeah. That was the game after. Yeah, they, oh, okay. Toronto so, won that game. So we helped, we helped them out by hurt by injuring their star uh, defensive midfielder. Perfect. We, 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 uh, Pellegrini basically fucked his former club essentially. <laughs> yeah. Um, in terms of, uh, in terms of goal scorers, uh, I mean, it's the usual suspects up there. It's, uh, the Italians. You have to worry about Bernadeschi. He has three goals, three assists in the season. 
Uh, Insigne has been hurt for uh, most of the season, but he has uh, contributed a goal. But he's he's come back and he's scored in the last game. Yep, he has a goal. Uh, Richie Larea, um, two goals, one assist from the right back position. Mark Anthony K, who's an MLS journeyman. Uh, he's been on Colorado. He's been on LAFC. Um, now he's up in Toronto. Um, he has two goals on the, on the season. Uh, Jonathan Osorio, who's been there for a long, long time playing midfield, has a goal and four assists. So he's kind of been the... Uh, He's been the maestro in the midfield, uh, uh, getting the ball to the Italians. Um, and then in terms of players who have done stuff against us, I mean, they've had a pretty high overturn rate of players up there, um, especially with the Italians coming in. But uh, Michael Bradley has a goal against us in 18 matches. Richie Larea has a goal against us in seven matches. And uh, Osorio has a goal and three assists against us in 15 matches. So, I mean, not a lot of stats for the amount of matches they played against us. But, I mean, they're the only players who have done really anything of note against us um in terms of our stats against uh against um the toronto italians uh santi has played three matches and scored two goals keaton has played in nine matches and scored a goal gp has played in two matches and scored a goal um alfredo has played in three matches he has an assist in three yellow cards um talus magno has two matches played against toronto and has an assist and james sands has six matches played and has three yellow cards um so how are we feeling? Let's go around here. Let's, let's just give, give the general vibes of how we're feeling uh, traveling up uh, up north to our, uh, I mean, uh, sometimes I call them a rival. Sometimes I don't, sometimes I'm not really feeling it, but I mean, we, we have some dicey history with them. They've, they've kind of, uh, it, I mean, it's the, yeah. fur, the further we get away from it, the, the, the less it hurts. But um, if you would have talked to me uh, in December of 2019, I'd, I'd be real fucking pissed about, about Toronto. They ripped our heart out of our still beating chest. Um, and, we uh, ripped and, our heart about our still beating chest and gave it to Toronto. They didn't do Ma- shit. No, Matarita. Uh, Matarita. Well, no, but it's, I mean it's it's Matarita, but it's also it's it it's the manner at which like it's the panenka, like it uh, it's the that's what it's, it's called. Panenka, yeah, that, right? when you do that hurt. The panenka, Pizuela, panenka. Um, just a, it's just a horrible way Fucking to force a reject. Yeah, I had to walk around. I had to walk around Queens a little bit after that. <laughs> So let's start with we'll let's, start with, let's start with Malik. Malik, speak on it. How how, how are we feeling about this weekend heading into uh, heading into Toronto? Uh, I feel good. I feel good about it. I feel like they they've been struggling. We've been on the upswing, so I'm confident going in there. Good, uh, Christian. How how are we feeling going up, heading up to uh, Toronto this this uh, this weekend? Uh, I I don't feel the least bit worried about it because toronto is absolute cheeks right now they're terrible uh they they uh despite uh you know despite uh statements of, of the to the contrary uh before the season had started uh it doesn't look like their defense has improved in any way shape or form since last year uh and uh even with insigne and bernadeschi both in the lineup they've also proven to be quite incapable of scoring goals at like a reliable clip uh, there are some games where they score more goals th- than they don't. Uh, at, but um, Insigne is fucking old. Uh, so, uh, and doesn't really seem to be too effective when he's on the pitch. Bernadeschi is still pretty good. I mean, but we're also still talking about a player who was just playing at Juve uh, uh, a year and a half ago who is still in the prime of his career. So uh, this has been here, done that for him, and he is, uh, you know, still playing at a very, very high level. So you have to keep an eye out on him. However, um, 
the addition of our former captain, Sean John, has done nothing to make them a better side. And I, I, I feel like this is a perfect game to start a road trip uh, for us. It, it's not far. Uh, Toronto is not a far road trip uh, if you travel by air. I'm not too sure if they're going to take a bus there or not. But, uh, it's eight hours. Uh, it, but... It, 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 yeah, yeah. But uh, it, it, even still, it, it, it's, it's right there. Uh, it, it, you know, it's in the, it's in the northeast, so it's not a far it's not a far trek, depending on the uh, uh, you know the uh, method of travel, and it's also a team that really is still kind of figuring it out and uh, doesn't have much in the way of uh, and doesn't really have you know much in the way of reinforcements when it comes to protecting them defensively. We just talked about it a second ago. They literally picked up a dude who was disgraced and scored an own goal with his back. Uh, just a few, just a few no, days they, prior, they traded to, him away. They didn't pick him up. <laughs> oh, okay. They traded him away. They well, traded away so, the old I mean, goal so too. They're, so they're a light one bad defender and with nobody incoming. So, uh, uh, yeah, no. But um, just no. I I feel like this this considering like where we are as a team and considering where they are as a team, I think this is a perfect time to play them. And uh, so yeah, no, not worried at all. Uh, quite confident going into this one. Uh, I don't think it'll be easy by any stretch. Games against Toronto seldom are. Uh, however, um, yeah, no, I'm. Uh, I have a, I have a good vibe about this one. Davi, how are we feeling about Toronto? I'm hungry. hungry. I'm hungry for more points. <laughs> I I, I want to win. He's I, hungry I, in a Tyrese I, type of way. I I I hate these guys, man. I don't like Toronto at all. I. Uh, you know, the playoffs, you know, they humiliated us in 16, our first time there. Uh, and then they, they beat us at City. Um, they did. Granted, the, granted the, the, main, the main hitman uh, is no longer there. He fucked off to Turkey. Thank God for that. Um, so, I mean, hey, listen. I mean, and now, and now they have our former captain who quite clearly this, this badge right here, this badge right here that he has, a, that he put a star on top of with two penalty saves didn't mean shit to him. It meant fuck all to him. I fucking hate this guy already, man. As soon as soon it was official, I unfollowed him on all social medias, man. I, I can't I can't deal with it. Uh, I'm just so glad he's getting I'm so glad he's getting shat on up in Toronto. I I, I even I even knew I, I called it as soon as as soon as he went up there. I'm like, yeah, sure, you may have upgraded your goalkeeper. Congrats, but your defense is still shit. I mean, I mean even. I got the back. I got the, I got the evidence to back it up. We got we got a bunch of film to back it up, and you know if we if we can go up there, play the way we did against Dallas and Nashville, um, the the way we we we, we dominate both of them at home, I I I think this is a recipe for success. But granted, it is Toronto, and we never do well in Toronto. Uh, it just always felt like when we played Toronto away, they found a way to ruin my day. They're like, oh, Davi's having a good day. Let's go ahead and fuck up his mood. Because fuck it. Why not? <laughs> fuck that guy. So, I, I mean, it's, yeah, I, favorite, I feel like it's a trap game. One of my favorite NYCFC goals was scored out there. When Poku hit like a curl. Yeah. Curl in 16. Yeah. That was a fun game. And that was the yeah. last of the good moments that would happen for a while after that. Because the week after that was the fucking Red, red Wedding. That's three, three, days later. three days after. Uh, three yeah. days after. Yeah, I think that I think that, that I tell people all the time. I think that that was one of the best things that happened to the team. <laughs> no, it did. And yeah. ever since, 
ever since then, it's been a turning point in the uh, in the Derby fixture itself, and also has yeah. been a turning point for how each of the teams have finished pretty much after, you know, a- after each season. Like twenty sixteen was uh, the last time that they finished above us, I think. Ever no, since no, or twenty eighteen, which it was. Oh, no, it's twenty eighteen. Yeah, yeah. I, but but ever ever since ever since that Derby, they they've only we we've had more away wins uh, against them than they have against us. Yeah, that, that was a real turning point for the for the team. They didn't know how yeah. to play out the back, and they didn't, and Vieira didn't want to quit. That oh, game. it's 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 funny. It's funny that you guys bring that up because Toronto would literally do the same thing to us in the postseason that that year. Yeah. Uh, as far as the Sean Johnson thing's concerned, um, fuck that uh, guy, man. Fuck that guy. I, this this passion means shit to him. Uh, okay, okay. Clearly, I don't, I don't blame him. Uh, uh, so, so, so here's the thing: the fact that he left for a team that he felt like he was that was like ready to win now, as opposed to NYCFC, which were probably a team in tra- in transition from the outside looking in uh, this off season. Uh, it, it's definitely kind of funny how things have turned around. Uh, NYCFC is sitting fourth in the Eastern Conference, and it's like sca- to- scammer good scam, buddy, and, 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 and get and get stronger each week. Uh, whereas Toronto uh, has looked rather poor uh, for pretty much the entire season since, and, since uh, the start, since the get go, they've looked piss poor. So, uh, mm-hmm. I mean, one way to look at that is that uh, you know Toronto are you know like like. Uh, a resurgence is inevitable, but as we've seen in the past, it's it's not really, especially for that team, and especially it, it, it can only get worse for them. Really, uh, but I I just um, I don't I'm not yeah no j- just so, so in that regard, it's kind of funny to me. Uh, I, I also, uh, I listened to the uh, NYCFC Forever podcast episode that dropped today, uh, and supposedly one of them dropped is like oh like. Some of the players that were on the team last year, they, they, don't, they don't really like Sean John. Like they, they really didn't like him. So I'm guessing like some of those players, like you know, not now that they've got the confidence back since the past two, like the past two games, we completely played well. We played to the standard that I think everyone expects them to play to. Um, now that they got the confidence back, they're like, oh, now we're now we're on a roll. Now we're on a two game win streak. Let's go up there, fuck up Sean Johnson. And uh, come back with three points. Not, 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 not physically. Not physically. Uh, let's, let's, let's not, let's not get a red card up there. I'm looking at you, something, Rodriguez. Don't there's, punch there's, me. There's also the, there's also the case. There's also the case of uh, like just it, 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 the shit that rubs me the wrong way about John's departure is the shit that he's kind of said like in the in the aftermath. Well, he's of he's kind of he's kind of uh, throwing about, subs at us for playing on a baseball field. Uh, not yeah, even well, diplomatic about the baseball field. Uh, he, he was, he was, eh, eh. I, I, he could have just left it out of the conversation entirely. He didn't have to mention, oh, I'm happy to be playing in a soccer specific stadium again. I mean, I just, just they leave it out. They didn't ask him? Like, wasn't a direct question? I, I, I mean, I, I, I don't know. Just, just say no comment. That's what I do in <laughs> football manager all the time. Just, just no comment your way out of it. Just, just, it, 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 it's it, not it, needed. If I speak, I'm in big trouble. In big trouble, <laughs> and I don't want to it's be also, in big trouble. It's also the fact that you know that he left for two things: money, and because he wants to win again right now. Because uh, he probably thought that winning was, like, him staying in the United States setup was dependent upon him winning. But the thing is, he's never going to get back into the United States setup, at least not as outside of an emergency goalkeeper situation. As long as uh, you know you've got guys like like like, like our, our goalkeeper Stephen uh, our, I, Turner. So, so time time out, Davi. I'm getting there. Uh, so, so our goalkeeper position is like one of the ones places in the United States national. The uh, you know, national team pool where we're not short. 
you know, where, where we have Zach Steffen who'd even make the World Cup. Yeah, make it, uh, yeah. Uh, uh, I mean, know, it's, it's always been that way historically for us. Uh, uh, Matt yeah. Turner, Gaga Slonina behind him, just Ethan Horvath, who's who's proven to be a very reliable backup. Sean Johnson, is not, Cincy. Sean, Sean Johnson is not in serious like serious contention for any kind of significant starter starter minutes outside of the no, and, bullshit and, ca- and, outside the bullshit Cashico they just had this past week. And, you know, and, like, and like the, to be honest, he, like towards the end of his NYCFC career, he's kind of looked poor. If we're being honest, he, you know, hasn't really made. I wouldn't go as far really as to say he's. I wouldn't but, go but, as far as to say he's looked poor. It's just like he's obvious, like, like he's, you know, not as young as he once was. The thing is with goalkeepers that they typically get better like the older they get. Like, like yeah. the prime of a goalkeeper is completely different from an outfield player. Uh, like a, a, a goalkeeper is expected to hit his prime probably around like thirty-four. If you're an outfield player, thirty-four is like when you start thinking about what life after football is going to look like. Uh, if if you haven't already called it quits. You know, a lot of players don't even make it to 34. There's a lot of talented players. I mean, Philip Lom, who, in my, who for my money, is one of the greatest fullbacks the game has ever seen, called it quit, called it quits at, at 36. So, you know, like, you know, that, that that just goes to show that, like, listen, if Sean hasn't figured into the primary United States plans by now, it's it's just not going to happen. And, like, I, and I don't think that, and moving to Toronto was never going to change that for him. It's, it, it, he, it's just he's not. He's going to win shit. Uh, the thing, but, but I mean, I mean, at the outset, looking in, yeah, he probably thought, yeah, this is a team that's set up to win now. But the thing is, like, underneath the surface was lying a very bad reality that Toronto hadn't solved its biggest issues since last season. Yeah, they had improved in the attack. That they, they they got it. They got probably one of the better goalkeepers in the league, uh, and they've got a sturdy and experienced midfield. However, their defense is still made of paper mache. So you know them the breaks. So even if that you have a good goal, that also puts a uh, Bob Bradley in the hot seat. So yeah, here and, and also like like and, and take here. and take and, and and look at how you know like look look at how Real Madrid fared against Girona this week. You know we were just talking about the game. You know uh, like you know Lunin's not a bad goalkeeper. He's not. He's a very he's a good goalkeeper. Uh, however, the fact that. Um, you know, like, like his defense did not do him any favors, and he was left, that you know, to to suffer for the most part. So I don't know what the fuck Joe is doing. If he's having a seizure, or if I should call nine one one immediately. I'm warming but up. Over, like, I'm warming up over here because you guys haven't let me say a fucking word edgewise about talking about preview in fucking Toronto. And I'm ready to re- release me. Release me. Release me. He wants to go fuck up Sean Johnson for Santi so he doesn't get sent off. Okay, go, Joe. Release me. Release me. All right, so. You're good. Let me you go. let me state for the record that it is perfectly acceptable to love somebody for what they did for you and hate somebody for how they did you. Okay? We can love <laughs> Sean Johnson for him helping us hoist our first cup while simultaneously what, what, what? hating somebody for how they left. And what what Peaky Blinders picture? So, so essentially, so essentially something off like, like like David Villa, pretty much. Yes. Oh man. Like on, yeah, like on the field, he was great, so, but off the field, he's a piece of shit. I'm getting roasted. Yeah. I'm getting roasted on social media almost every time I post anything about saying "fuck Sean Johnson," you fucking snake in the grass. Okay. And then I got Sorsk in my fucking DMs. We we agreed on something for like five seconds, and and the, and there was peace on earth for five seconds, and then he. Continued on and and I told and pretty much told him to fuck off, um, but so hit, we, we, we both we both agree that Sean is a snake. 
and that the way that he left is bullshit. Okay? You, you, you don't achieve club legend status and then fucking peace off to Toronto in the offseason because you're ring chasing and you think that they have a better setup than where, than where we're at. Club legends stay with the club and then transition into administrative shit. But now sources coming out, I mean, this is unreleased information and it's unverified information, quite frankly, saying that Sean never liked New York City. Not that he didn't like the club. He didn't like the city. He didn't like New York City. He didn't like living here. His family didn't like living here. And the moment- well, he's from, he's, he's he's from, from Atlanta, Atlanta, Georgia. He lived in Hoboken. He lived in Hoboken. And the, and, and the moment his contract was up, he wanted, to, he wanted out. He wanted out. And, and sources going and saying that he was never going to resign with New York City. At, like, it was never going to happen. He wanted out. He, yeah, didn't, he didn't want to be here anymore. Malik, Malik wants to jump in here. What's okay. up, Malik? Oh, no, I mean, I just understand. I, I just understand it on both ends from, from his point. I don't know if he went for ring chasing. I just I just always thought he just got a bigger check from Toronto and, you know, so he left. The salary it, hasn't been released. I just assume that that's that's what happened. I feel like you have with New York, you have a backup keeper that you invested a first round draft pick. You you, you traded for a, a draft pick to get him. You have him. It's a salary cap league. You know what I mean? If you can, if you can put him out there, see what you have, save money on giving Sean Johnson a bag. You know, I get I get it. I get both ends. Well, we weren't. I don't think we were. Like we weren't going to sign him for DP money, and he definitely didn't get DP money in Toronto because that that would definitely be released if he was on a DP contract. Um, but I mean, the the rumor and the the facts were stated that Sean was being offered a contract, and was there was active negotiations with trying to bring him back to New York City Football Club to have him finish his career yeah. here. Because like Christian alluded to, uh, goalkeepers kind of age like fine wine. Um, they, they 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 their their peak isn't at the same peak age as a field player. Field players usually peak around 26, 28, 30 years old. Goalkeepers can play well into their late 30s and still be playing at a high level. I mean, I'm not saying that Gianluigi Buffon is the, is the exception to the example. He's playing into his 40s, but for the most part, goalkeepers can play at a high level well into their mid-30s, even maybe into their late 30s. Now, that's at, that's at the elite level. Sean Johnson is not quite at an elite worldwide goalkeeper. He's a good MLS keeper, and he's a sufficient U.S. men's national keeper. Not that he's ever gotten starts in in, in, in high high intensity games, but good backup. Yeah, I still think that he could have finished out his career with New York City Football Club and cemented his status as a club legend. Because prior to us, he 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 played for his beginning years with Chicago, and was yeah. good for them. Played a lot of games for them, and then came over to us. So he would have been a two club man. Okay, and, and I mean, and that's that's two, being a two club man is pretty rare in MLS because usually people bounce around the league kind of like fucking CJ Chapong does and Teal Burnberry does and Dax McCarty does and, and all these other, and Michael pa- and all these other guys who just bounce around from team to team to team he could have been a two-team man cemented his legacy winning a, winning a cup possibly who, who you know who knows with the way our roster is constructed maybe winning another one maybe in two years or so even with the even with the turnover that we experienced with losing Maxi Morales and losing Tati getting sold off and shit like that we still have the players here to make a run right um but instead he decides that he wants to leave and he sees oh hey fucking Toronto has Bernadeschi in Signe, uh, an aging Michael Bradley, a young Mike Mark Anthony Kay, an aging uh, Osorio, um, a, a, a good right back in Richie Larea. Oh, let, let me let me uh, let, let me go let me go run out there and uh, run over to there and see what's going on over there because they they have a, a better chance at, at winning a ring. And the the, the, the roster the, the the contract hasn't been released yet, so we don't know 
like what what's the price of treachery what's what's the price of leaving nycfc high and dry and and optionally on your own volition deciding to leave new york city when they were actively trying to resign you to go to toronto i want to know what the exact dollar amount of treachery is i want to know what they paid him and compared to what we were offering him and how much it, it cost to, to to for him to to leave because because if, so, it, if it comes out that it's less i'm gonna be fucking pissed Okay, so so I'm glad that you said that because I'm I, I wanted to ask you, uh, is there any number on that list where uh, that that you would find acceptable, or uh, is he just if it was, on Grata if, forever? If it was, so I mean, do we do we know what he what, do you know do we know what his contract was in his final year? How much how, what his salary was? So twenty two MLS salaries uh, by team. Let's check it. Uh, the sal salary guide. Uh, here we go. So, Sean Johnson was making, if they, okay, thank you. We are scrolling down past all the C, all the F's, past the H's. Here we go. We're at New York City. On FC. there is going to be base compensation and total compensation, right? Uh, so Sean Johnson was making base salary of $550,000 and his guaranteed compensation was $550,000. Okay, so there so were no other. Okay. So 550 yeah. is what, is what his salary was. Now, granted, we don't. It wasn't released what he was being offered by NYCFC, but I mean, I'm willing to say it was a little bit of a raise. So I mean, I think it's healthy estimate to say at least 600k is what is what he was probably getting offered, right? Um, uh, I mean, bare minimum is what you would hope for, right? Yeah. And but and do we also know what what's the threshold for for uh, for a classification as a high TAM deal um, compared to what a uh, DP deal is? Oh, is it a million. So here. So here's the thing. You can pay a player whatever you, they want as far... So DP means that you don't count against salary cap. You can get paid whatever. So there are players in the past who have made a lot of money. For instance, Pati Castellanos is making guaranteed compensation of $1.076 million a year for us. And it was not a DP because we were able to... So so if my football manager... If football manager is anything to translate... <laughs> uh, and, and, it's, and football manager is usually a good translator because it's very, very realistic and prides itself on that. It's the most, you know, uh, what, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, Authentic? Uh, immerse, immersive footballing experience out there as far as the actual realism is concerned. Uh, so uh, you can pay a player whatever you want so long, as they, so long as you're not exceeding the cap. And if you are exceeding the cap, you can use your general allocation money and targeted allocation money to buy down some contracts so that way they fall under the cap okay uh so um so you can pay a player in theory as much as you want that uh so long as you are under a certain threshold uh but um uh but so he could be making anywhere from i would say he's pro he's he's got to be making at least what he was making in nycfc so you're looking at anywhere from 550k to maybe realistically maybe 750 i would say is 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 it is, is where right, so is where i would put the cap on him so you asked me what number i would be okay i would renege my my, my snake um comment and be okay with him having left for a for a payday up in toronto so he was making five fifty his final his final year with NYCFC, um, and I'm I'm willing to say that we offered him probably six hundred, or maybe even six twenty five, six fifty. Um, if if I find out that he that he picked up and moved his family and left the club that he's been with for six seasons and that he was a captain of, for anything less than like 
like okay. like like seven hundred seven seven twenty five. Anything anything less than like seven hundred seven seven twenty five seven hundred anything less than that? Because actually, that's what so, we got. So you you guys, I mean, not you guys, but like the people in, in the Twitter sphere, like in us two here, like we we like when when you go over your NYCFC Mount Rushmore, uh, uh, people that you would want statues built um, built around our soon to be built stadium. Um, you, you, the names you you throw out are Maxim Morales. Maxim Morales left the club to go play for his boyhood club in a different country. All right, no problem with that, right? He wanted to go back home. He wanted his kids to see him play in his home country. No problem with that. Valentin Tati Castellanos and left, left, left peacefully as well. Yes, Valentin Tati Castellanos is a was a young player who he groomed and has now launched himself into Europe at the highest level. That's so, and we and we can lay claim to him. We helped de- we we helped develop him. New York City Football Club developed him. Okay, so we can build a statue for him because we're he's our son. We're proud to see him move on. We're proud to see what he can and, go and, do. And, and, and now that he scored four goals against Real Madrid, everybody in MLS wants to claim him. Exactly, and, and he's here. a name that every, at least for this week, everyone knows his goddamn name. Everyone in everyone in everyone in Europe knows who Valentin Tati Castellanos is because he dropped four he, on the he, head he of, of owns, Real Madrid. He owns not only Real Madrid, he also owns Vinicius Junior. Yeah. I hate Vinicius. So, Jr. so I saw some Union fans like claiming him. That, that was wild. Damn, they can go fuck off. Nah, nah, you no, 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 no. They, they, Union they, can, they can go burn in hell on their fucking Union fans support. can catch these hands. Call it oh, right fuck here. Fuck snakes, snakes in the profile name <laughs> and everything. It was crazy. All right, so we got we got Maxi Morales on, on the Mount Rushmore. We got Tati Castellanos on the Mount Rushmore. We got Alexander Collins on the Rushmore. He came from Europe, tore shit up in the league, helped us help helped us get 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 our cup, and then wanted one last chance to go out and see if, and see if he can hang with the big boys in Europe and goes to and goes to Yorona. All right, I'm not mad at him for that. I'm mad, I mean, he's 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 that 30 years old. This is his last and chance. And also left peacefully. All right, left peacefully, but also he didn't. Like, it's not like he went to fucking. Uh, he didn't go play for fucking Atlanta or fucking Columbus or Charlotte or or someone someone that we're gonna see him and have to fucking see him two times a season or or one time a season or in the playoffs or some shit. All right, watch him walk around in another jersey in in MLS. So we got those three players, and then who, who else? Who else do we got? After that, who else is in your Mount Rushmore? Anybody else? That's I'd, I'd say possibly it's Chanel, not a, maybe. Is, who? Is he? Is Chanel. He? Chanel. Yeah, okay. So Chanel. Chanel. But Chanel's been a one-club man since he came to MLS. He's been here for, uh, for other than one season, he's been here for the entirety and he's, and of our— he's the co-captains. He's, he's a co-captain. Been a co-captain he's been a great, he's been a great uh, ambassador of the club. All right. He hasn't made any stinks about—I mean, I, this the situation with him with the captaincy is, is weird, and it's fluid, and it's— um, but he hasn't spoken any ill will about the club, and he's and he and he's going no, out there and does and does no a job. Statements, now, no like defamation, like I, in the media or anything. Yeah. He just he just like just, he's just putting his head down and working. So I realize that people love Sean for what for what he did for us for the six or seven seasons he was with us and helping us. Obviously, huge stepped up big time in the in the in the championship game to stop those penalty kicks, um, and and keep us in that game to to be able to get that trophy. All right, but we have to see this motherfucker. Twice a season, plus potentially maybe seeing him in the U.S. Open Cup, plus having to see him in the League's and Cup. More seeing him in League's Cup. So it's like it's like like how are we gonna how are we gonna put this guy on a on a trophy or on a on a on a on a plaque or on a on a statue outside our fucking stadium when he's gonna be pretty? I mean, I don't know if he's still giving the league when we build our our stadium, but he's gonna be a, an, an opposing player walking into that stadium of a stadium that he has a fucking monument outside about like not like no he 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 went to another ML, he went to another MLS team and not just an MLS team not not LAFC not Vancouver not somebody in the west coast where we might not ever see him in the next 3 4 years he went to a team that we're going to see three times this year guaranteed maybe four 
two times guaranteed next year, maybe three with the U.S. Open Cup, we're going to see this guy's face a lot. And it fucking pisses me off that we have to see his face because he should never fucking left. So yeah, I'm fired the fuck up. Yeah, he's a fucking snake. He could, I mean, he he's another one. He's at the age. Why couldn't he go test Europe? There wasn't any. There wasn't any valid offers. The only the only offer he got was fucking Toronto. Like it just it pisses me off. It pisses me off. I think I think he got an offer from Europe, but it was like a very small club, and he didn't want to go there. Yeah. So I mean, my my three my three favorite teams now in MLS: New York City Football Club, any team that beats the Red Bulls, and any team that drops three or more goals in Toronto. <laughs> I would put anything negative happening to the Philadelphia Union way above <laughs> anything happening to Sean Johnson or Toronto. I don't know. I still don't care about fucking Toronto. I, I'll be completely honest. Ever since like ever since like their their primary like annoyances left, like the uh, like the, the Pazuelos and the, and the Altadors of the world left, I don't give a fuck about them. Like like, like, like Michael Bradley got reboned by Tati Castellanos last year. I I, I don't. I, I don't care. Like, I just, I, I don't know. Like, like, and also, I don't think, like, these last, like, few seasons or so, they've been just so piss poor that, like, it, it, it's hard to even, like, like, some NYCFC fans might think, um, um, what? Well, I mean, you, so, I mean, you guys have been dropping a lot of fire about them being piss poor. Have you, like, they have, in their last six games, they have one loss and five draws. Like, they're not, it's not they're losing games. That's they, bad. They have two, That's bad. They have two losses the whole season. Yeah. Two. That's bad. They're winning though. They're not bad. Winning. They're, that's, that's the same bad. losses that we have. If, no, if we had one win and six draws, what would you call that? If NYCFC had one <laughs> but win, but they're, right they're, they're, they're not losing. They're not. They're not losing. He'd be. He'd be calling. Joe, for, you know, right Joe, now. Joe, one, two, three, four, five. They have six draws. They're Joe, not losing. Joe, Joe, stop the cap. Stop the bullshit. If NYCFC right now had one win, six losses, and two and two. Uh, Six draws and two losses. You would not be saying that was decent. You would not be saying that was acceptable. That's no, poor. it's not. It's not acceptable. It's, no, they're not losing That's though. Poor. They're not losing. That's poor. So to That's say, poor. like, I'm not confident that we're going to go up there and smack them up because they're they found way to get points. They're poor. We're not going to. We're not going to walk in there and smack them up. I'm telling you right now, we're not walking in there. And smack I, I, them up. It doesn't matter. It doesn't make them any less poor. The results are poor. That's a bad... Dome Terrain almost got fired for that same kind of fucking form in early 2019. Right. They literally sent CFP spies to the fucking club. You want to talk about form? Scoring. You want to talk about form? Do you know what our last 10 road, our, our last ten road matchups record is? Two wins, two draws, um, six losses. Fair because half, half of those last 10 road matches happened last fucking year. I don't give a shit. How are we right now? Where are we on the fucking table right now? We are in fourth Dude, in the Eastern Toronto, Conference. Toronto's twelfth with nine points in nine we're, games. That is not we're, good. We're unbeaten. We're unbeaten through how many straight games now? We're in good form how by many, all. Fuck how many clean sheets do we, we have? We haven't. We haven't lost in a month. How many clean Who cares sheets? Who clean sheets? Who cares? What the fucking results say? Who gives a fuck about clean sheets? Are you crazy? Oh, well, we're, clean are, are we going back to the Ronnie thing where you'd rather win five four than one zero? <laughs> We've conceded an yes. average. Yes, I don't absolutely. care. As long as we win, I don't give a fuck. If you go thirty-four and zero, and you win every game five-four, I don't give a fuck that you can score conceded four <laughs> goals a game. I, I care that you won all of them, and now you get to host every single game, or you'll win all the other playoff games five to four. I don't give a shit. I don't care. You can't make me care about this. But one six and two is fucking bad. It's bad, and don't accept anything less.
that and don't accept anything more that describes anything more than bad. It's poor. And if NYCFC was one six and two right now, I wouldn't even be fucking doing this podcast right now because I'd have to book a vacation with the no money that I have to prevent myself from jumping off the GWP. That's fucking poor. Don't Especially with the rocks that they have. The yes. roster that they have, it's not, it's not like, you know, they're building, with the, you know. With the money that Bernadette and Insignia are making to sit and fucking have nothing but fake Italian pie? What the dude. fuck? I dude, dude, dude like, I, th- I think their, their salaries are over like 20 million. What's, think, a, what's, a, check that. what's our highest salary on this team right now? Talos Magno, who makes maybe $1.1 million? I think it's Tiago Martins. Tiago Martins. Yeah, with Tiago Martins making 1.5. Yes, okay, thank you. What, how much is Bernadette making? Probably more than all of our fucking players combined. Like, 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 making sixteen mil. I want to. F- I'd be contemplating suicide right now. You're, act- you're, you're acting like they're SKC. They're bad. It doesn't matter. They're just a different shade of bad. They're not as bad as Sporting Kansas Shadow City, Kevin but they're bad nonetheless. Yo, do not fucking like. I'm not saying they're not. Bad I'm, I'm saying I'm, they're not good, but they're not awful. They're getting results. That's bad. That's poor, especially with the money that they're paying two players. Uh, none of what, none of whom have gotten. And, and not even factoring how much they're probably paying Sean. They're bad. They're getting results. No, no they're not. <laughs> they're outside the playoffs. No, they're not. No, right no, 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 no. The season no, no. ended right now. They'd be fucking watching what are you talking the about? playoffs. They, 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 their most recent game was a four-two loss, but after that, it was two-two tie, zero-zero tie, two-two tie, zero-zero tie, two-zero win, one-one draw, one-one draw, three. They're, like they're they're getting they're results, just, dude. They can't win. They can't win. They but they're getting win. results. They're not getting blown out. They're not losing. Senor Joseph, if the season ended right now, they'd be watching the playoffs on Apple TV. They're bad. <sighs> And in a fucking format that would allow eight and nine teams to have a chance to win the MLS Cup. They're yeah, bad. If you're outside of the playoff picture, this deep. If you're season. outside of this playoff picture, you should yeah. go down to the fucking USL Championship on principle. I'm fucking tired of that. That this playoff format is a joke. We are the laughing stock of world football right now. And if the season ended today, Toronto wouldn't make the playoffs. That is bad. Next question, please, and thank you. <laughs> All right, let's go, uh, Malik. Do you think, do you think Mal- averaging one? Uh, do you think averaging one point a game is good? That's not. No, good. but they're not uh, losing. You, got, you, you guys are acting like they're SKC, where they're not winning. They're just losing and losing and losing and losing and lo- they're they're getting results. I am surprised. Winning. With everything that this week has had for NYCFC supporters, Joe found a way to piss me the fuck off. It's insane. <laughs> yeah. I, was, I don't I know about, how he did it. That. I was about to say that. I don't know how he did it. It's a beautiful art, and he uses it very well, but he got me pissed off in an argument about whether... Because if we were in Toronto's shoes right now, Joe would be on high alert right now. We'd have to, we'd have to send, we'd have to film this podcast in a padded white room. No, yeah, because I, I, I would for sure be calling for Cushing's head. Yeah, one hundred percent. I'd want Cushing's head. And, if if, and, if our record was their and, record, I, I would call for Cushing's head on the stake. And the ex- dude, and I'd, dude, accept- I'd be the fucking head. Of, I'd be the fucking like. I'd be the fucking it, like head of like that that fucking I, march. I'd be like commanding everybody. I'd be the fucking president of that whole show. And an, ex- and an and an acceptable reason for firing a coach would be the team is shit underperforming. It, 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 underperforming. 
I'm gonna go with the ver- uh, I'm gonna go with the verbiage of underperforming. Final underperforming. Final I hope everybody <laughs> enjoyed. No- uh, I hope everybody enjoyed uh, uh, Christian losing his mind for like two uh, minutes. Christian pop- Christian has to take a break because he popped a blood vessel in his eye. I wish you guys oh, had yeah. the, a video aspect. <laughs> yeah, Christian, I'd be giving fucking people. If you, for those of you guys who can't see, see right Cr- now. Christian is pacing around his apartment because he's so fired up. I'm turning my he's, fucking camera he's, off. He's, <laughs> he's, fucking, he's, you, he's contemplating fucking jumping in front of a car and dying right you, there and then. You, 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 you cunt asshole! I'm turning off my camera he's now. He's currently I'm calling. So done. He's requesting an, an Uber to come to Rockaway, <laughs> Rockaway, New Jersey, because he's ready to throw hands. <laughs> the next one, guys. That's great. All right, uh, uh, Malik, the next fan, Malik. I want you to start us off. Um, let, let's go through here and uh, give our lineup predictions for this uh, for this weekend against Toronto. Uh, I'm hoping for the same lineup that started last week. Okay. Uh, with uh, what's the kid from PSV? And... Ledesma. Ledesma. Yeah, Le- yeah, Ledesma and Santi playing together. You want Santi the fall at the nine slash not false nine slash false nine, which has been highly debated. Let's see Ledesma. I want to see. I want to see Ledesma up there. You want to see Ledesma he... at the nine? And yeah, Santi... he said he played it. He said he played that role before. Okay, so you want you want Ledesma and Santi to switch to switch. You want you want yeah, Santi see, to play next to Sands and KP, and you want uh, you want Ledesma at the nine. All right, I don't, maybe I don't, I don't hate it. I don't hate it. Davi, what do you got for me lineup wise? Roll with the same thing. Same thing. Just just roll with it. Same lineup as, it, as last week. It's, it's fantastic. It's fucking sexy. I I, I love this yeah. role. This is, this is how football should be played. This is football heritage. It's foot pure football heritage that we have. You don't want you don't want like a, a out and out number nine. Oh, I, I do, but for now, like that we don't have it. Like this is the best thing we can come up with. Sure, Mister Smith, what do you got for me? Cody Mizell, a fucking goalkeeper. Let's give Joe something real to cry about. You want Cody Mizell to start Cody at, Ma- start, start at the goalkeeper? Cody Mizell. Let's give Joe a fucking heart attack. Uh, anyway. All right. So, in all seriousness. Wait, see, no, no, no. Christian's going on record. He wants he wants insane squad rotation this week. He wants to see O'Toole at left back. Fuck up. He wants to see, right okay. wants to see okay. Alfaro at left center back. Yeah, no, I, I, yeah, no, I want to see Alfaro at right back. That's where I want to see him. Let's, let's fucking let's go. Have, uh... Let's have Carrizo's uh, young six-year-old brother start right right in the midfield. I want John Beer up here. I want all of it. Okay. Anyway, uh, or whatever his first name is. Uh, yeah, Borowski. Uh, oh, no, man. bring Borowski back for a week. Yeah. Um, so uh, anyway, uh, pretty much the same as everybody else. Um, uh, uh, so basically, an identical lineup, an identical lineup to last week. Uh, there was actually a question that was posed in the Discord server. I have to fucking relax. I have to breathe. Uh, um, so, um, and like, uh, so Daniel, I- Irish Danny, one of our uh, one of our pals in the Discord server, um, wanted to like wanted to know what the emergence of the false nine formation is to spell bad news for uh, Gabe Siegel, and the answer is yes, because um, even though I thought that the Gabe Siegel uh, experiment was worth it. And it did yield results as far as making the making the team around him better. Gabe Siegel, unfortunately, didn't do anything to distinguish himself from the pack and show that he deserves 
to start uh, for this team based on his own individual performances. Therefore, I cannot in good faith say that coming off of arguably, not even arguably, objectively, the most complete best game that this team has put together all year, um, you can't argue with it right now. I, uh, I've been a huge fan of Santi at the False Nine all year in what limited spurts that we've seen it. Anybody who listens to the pod knows that. Um, I've always been curious about seeing it more full time. Uh, and this week, per, uh, you know, like perked my ears right up. I loved what I saw. I think, uh, you know, like Santi, I don't, he, I don't think he's ever going to be, you know, I don't think he's, <laughs> it's very unlikely that he ever produces in the same way that Tati Castellanos does, but he at, but he kind of fills in that Tati role with that work rate. Santi has a massive work rate and is constantly all over the pitch and love and just loves to run around. And I think that that false nine role, because that's what it is, it's a false nine role, is perfect for him. And I think it suits the needs of Gabriel Pereira and Talos Magno as well, who are both going to be key parts of this offense if we want to have any kind of success, or long-term success, for that matter, this season. And we both saw them get onto the score sheet one way or another this past weekend with uh, GP getting the assist and Talos getting a goal. Um, and so, yeah, no identical lineup from last week um and just to uh, clarify it's barraza and net uh ilanich at right back you know and martins at the uh, center back positions kufre at left back fans at that lone six richie ledesma and keaton parks as that dual eight uh type of box to box like like that 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 dual just box to box midfielder role Santi at the false nine taking up the space in the middle dropping in between the lines and gabriel Pereira inverted on the right talis magno inverted on the left Love it. Love to see it. Keep it coming. Uh, and uh, I, I think this is the perfect type of road game to, uh, to uh, you know, to experiment with how... Because it, it, the real litmus test is how, how we perform with it on the road. This is like where... Because on the road, we've been abysmal this year. And in general, uh, as Joe pointed out uh, in our last 10 games, uh, all competitions, including last season, we haven't been good on the road. So... Uh, this is the litmus test for this kind of uh, tactic, and if it can succeed on the road, then we've got a recipe for success. And uh, yep, that's it. All right, so I am going with the exact same lineup that we saw at home against Dallas. Uh, Elenic Kufre at the fullbacks, Chanel and Tiago Martins in the middle, uh, Baraz in goal, KP Ledesma and Sands in the midfield, and Talis Magno, GP, and Santi up top. Um, I think the only way that we're going to see if this works is, is, uh, creating a larger sample source, uh, to, uh, for us to, uh, be able to dissect, uh, how we perform, um, getting results on the road has not been easy, um, in the past, uh, nine seasons as a, a friend YCFC, um, the, whatever, whenever we play in, inside a stadium that, uh, that is, uh, suited for baseball, um, we turn it into a fortress and whenever we play on, um, in a stadium that, is uh, suited for football. Um, we uh, tend to uh, not consistently get results. Uh, and then also, I mean, we've struggled up at uh, up at BMO Field. Um, sub wise, I was I was looking at the subs because su- subs are really. I mean, obviously your starters are playing for sixty plus, um, and they they are they're, they're obviously they're going to uh, make a difference in the game. But the subs are really where uh, the game kind of gets turned on its head a little bit. And I'm looking. I'm like, okay. You have Alfredo Morales or Justin Hack coming in to spell potentially Sands or Parks if they have to come out. 
um, or even Ledesma potentially, or moving KP up to like the more attacking person in the midfield, and then bringing on Morales or Hack to kind of hang back with Sands a little bit. Um, I, I I am frustrated by by Cushing's uh, almost mirroring of Dyla's tact, uh, tactical substitutional ineffectiveness. Um, I do think that he does need to, uh, with, with, with the frequency at which our fullbacks get forward, they, they are going to get gassed, um, if, especially if they're playing hard for 60-plus minutes. Um, I do think that he needs to utilize um, O'Toole and Gray in a substitution setting, uh, bringing them on later to kind of either sure up defensively or just give these guys rest because, I mean, if they keep going hard for 90s, this season, this this schedule is going to get a lot more condensed in the next uh, few weeks with the U.S. Open Cup coming up and these uh, the new the uh, we're going to start having midweek matches, um, and then the League's Cup is in in the summer. Um, so there's gonna be a lot of mileage on these guys' legs, um, and I don't US want open. I don't want the injuries to start piling up. So I think I definitely think that when suitable, I think it would it would behoove Nick to start getting some of these guys some substitution minutes. Um, so they can get acclimated with the new, with this style of play that we're trying to go at with this whole Santi at the, at the nine position. Um, so I think it would be smart to to give uh, to give Gray some burn at right back and, and not have Elenic go, especially because Elenic was getting knocked up a little bit and, and uh, not knocked up. Not, uh, he was picking knocks um, in uh, in the beginning of the season and having to miss um, uh, not missing matches but just being um, having knocks. And then uh, Kufre has played like almost every minute of this season. Um, and I don't see why giving O'Toole 15, 20 minutes at the end of the match just to see what he can do is, is a bad thing. Um, and then, I mean, but then what do we, what do we do with Gabe Segal? That That's the biggest thing is um, he's not, we don't want to ruin this kid's confidence by, by having him just ride pine now and not get any minutes and have Santi play 90 minutes at the, at bring, the, him in, at the bring him in off the bench. Exactly. But we didn't, we didn't, we didn't do that. Uh, again, give him the cup games. Against, give him the cup games. Uh, yeah. Yeah. We could do that. But I mean, we know, we know that, and everyone else knows in in, in, in the fandom that, and you guys preach upon it that that uh, NYCFC doesn't give a flying fuck about the the US Open Cup. So yeah, which is exactly so, why he'll play in it. So we, yeah, but we might have we might have a cup game, one uno singular, and then we might be out. Yeah. <laughs> so well, then then you got the league. But that's one match. Cup in the summer, like one match doesn't do that. shit. Okay, so what? That's three matches. Okay. If we don't if we don't do well, like that's not enough. Like we, we, we need to start bringing okay, this guy I, up. I, I enter- I, I understand it, but the, here's the thing. Gabe Siegel wasn't even meant to be a senior team player. He was brought in to be an NYCFC2 player. It just so happened that we needed him at that particular moment in time. Uh, if last week is any indication, we don't need him right now. No, we do. Uh, except We have no depth at the okay, nine. We, it's Santi, and that's it. Yeah, yeah okay. Depth, depth players don't play that much. They that's play every game. Players. Do you remember the whole thing with Tati and no. Bear subbing on and off for each other? You need a depth nine. You can't just it, rock with one nine. Okay. Ray Bear wasn't a depth player. He was signed to start to, on this club. He got hurt. That's the only reason why he didn't start on the club. When Tati took over, Ray Bear became the depth. <laughs> okay, okay, comparing A Bear's situation to Gabe Siegel's situation is a complete false equivalence, and we're going to have to move on from here because it's a completely different situation. I know, but you're we're talking about A Bear. I know, but no, you, no, your, no, big, no, your no, biggest no, no. thing was, oh, well, we have to wait to the summer window to bring in a nine. Well, guess what? The summer window is not close. We are waiting. Okay, yes. Okay. So fucking strap in, bud. We're we're in this for the long haul. It's gonna be a bumpy fucking ride. Yes. Yeah, so I hope get, you enjoy it. Get Seagal some fucking minutes. <laughs> okay. He has gotten minutes. He got what was it? Four straight starts. What did he do? Yes. Not nothing. Starts. 
But I'm saying, like, what, what, against FC Dallas, with, with us having a 3-0 lead and then going and then and then conceding 3-1, why wasn't Santi taken off and Seagal put on for like the last 15 because minutes? Because Santi barely played last week, the week before. He came in as a sub. You want him 90 minutes sharp. And also, he's he, he, this is a new role for him. He had he, outside of a few 15, maybe 20 minute cameos in the nine, he had never played it all year. My fear. You wanted to give him a full. My fear, you want to give him a full ninety to make sure that it's not a, it's not a, it's not smoke and mirrors, and to make sure that what you got is real. Here's my fear. My fear is that when Santi like is gassed or whatever, what they're gonna do, and this is fucking stupid, but I know it's what they're gonna do because it's NYC and it's Nick fucking Cushing. What he's gonna do, he's not gonna bring Sagal on for for Santi, right? He's not gonna do that because he's a dick. You know what he's gonna do? You know what? You know what he's? You know what he's gonna do? He's gonna slide Tallis over to the nine. He's gonna bring on Andres fucking Jason and put him at left wing. And take off Santi, and that's the dumbest shit because oh. Jason is the then, saddest excuse for a professional football player. And then, and then, and then after that, he's going to take off Talos Magno and bring on uh, Alfredo Morales. Yeah, I don't think Andres Jason's a sad excuse for a professional footballer. But anyway, moving on. Uh, like, I don't have any problem with that either. Listen, it's obvious that Siegel is not ready for this level yet. Right? He's not, and he's going to he have time. to be. He's got time. He's young. But it's not going to happen right now. And if we do see him, it'll be for like five minute, ten minute cameos. If this, if this system that we're working with continues to work, do not get to. I, I, how did Joe get attached to Gabe Siegel of all people? And, and here's the thing: like, I want to see him. I want to see him develop too. But the thing is, I don't know how much upside this dude has. I have no idea how how well he's been scouted. I don't know how well he's been touted by the front office and the coaches. I have no idea what his performances in training look like. Because we never, we hardly even seen him, see him in those inside training videos, which is probably pretty telling. Uh, like just right now, listen until until further notice. As far as I'm concerned, Santi's your nine, and if you can find a, a few minutes to get Siegel in there and see if he can do something, then fine. Santi was never going to come off last week because Santi missed a lot of the week prior due to the knock that he received in training and which he was in which he was playing behind Ledesma. I think he only saw like what, like 20 minutes or 25 minutes last like the week before. You also want to make sure that what you're seeing with Santi in those brief spurts at the false nine, which was good. You want to make sure it's not smoke and mirrors. You want to see if he can maintain that kind of level of intensity and that level of performance for a full 90. And he did. He put in a man of the match performance, right? At, at, that was arguably the best performance he's ever had in an NYCFC shirt. And why, 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 why fuck with that? I wouldn't fuck with that. He, what, he, he what, can't he, go 90s every fucking match at the nine. He can't do it. He, he, he didn't even go 90 the week before. He went 90 this week. He had 25 minutes I know, tops I'm talking the about week going before. forward. Going forward. Like in, in this stretch of games that we okay. have four away matches, he shouldn't be playing 90s. Going forward. Going forward, Gabe Siegel and Talos Magno, in some shape, way, shape, or form, will be the depth at the nine. That's your depth at the nine. I'm sure Siegel. Well, well, you're going to. You just have to accept that. Shouldn't he? Siegel. Siegel is also going to factor in too. I'm 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 positive of it. He he got he had several consecutive starts there, and I'm sure they're not just. I don't think he's going to go into witness protection. So I'm pretty sure he he'll have a few cameos. The thing is, right now. The system with Ledesma and Santi just seems to be better, and right now, and yeah, period. So that that's how it's going to be. Yeah, moving forward, you're going to see Siegel, but you weren't going to see him last week because Santi didn't play a full ninety the week before. 
You want to you want to keep him sharp, keep him fit. You don't want to let him fall by the wayside. It's a DP player right there. That's high value merchandise. Unliked. Also, he's young and Uruguayan. He's not going to run out of gas. He can play ninety minutes every three days. <laughs> Malik, so. Malik, what's your prediction for the for the match this weekend? Malik. He might have stepped. He might have stepped away for a second. You're on mute, Malik. Yeah. Hey, what's up? Sorry. Yeah, um, yeah you're all good. I'm sorry. What's the question again? What's your what, What's your prediction for the match this week? Oh, uh, I'm I'm thinking it's going to be a draw. Yes, yeah, for two two. Uh, I think we're going to get Pereira and Gabby's going to score a goal, and I think. We want to see another goal from uh, Santi. Word. Davi, prediction for this week against Toronto. I want to say a win, but I've seen some boba go up in Toronto, especially when we're up there. Um, it, 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 it has the potential to be a 1-1 draw. None deserve a 1-1 draw at that. Um, what do scoring for us? Uh... I don't know, do I go one one or do I go with the win? Fuck it, I'll go with the win. <laughs> Give me two one. I'll go two one. Two one. Who's our goal scorers? It's going to be Gabriel Pereira. He's going to get one after uh, that goal was called back for a bullshit offside because the refs fucking hate us. And um, give me, give me. Um, Okay, give me Richie Ledesma. Ooh. Okay. That's spicy. Christian, prediction for this weekend. Uh Toronto is is a is poor. Uh we are the better team. Uh I don't think it's going to be easy. Uh I think it's going to be a scrappy competitive match. Uh I say a two one win. I say Talis scores and Matias Pellegrini off the bench, Ooh. believe it or not. I can feel that one coming. Oh, so, man, yeah. he, I, th- I thought he had one last game. I thought he did too. Then uh, I saw the replay. He was two steps. He was two steps. Yeah. That, if he was onside, that would have done wonders for his confidence. And very, very good finish too. I think the finish alone yeah. is uh, near is, 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 as well. Yeah, I think the finish alone will give him the confidence, even if it doesn't count on the on the stat sheet. I think Matias is going to come off the bench, and I think he's going to prove to be a solid bench player. I don't think he's going to be particularly great all year. I do think he's going to have flashes of brilliance, and I think this is going to be one of those games, and one of the games where it sticks. Uh, so, yeah, I'm going to have Talis Magno scoring, and I'm going to have him scoring. It's going to be a 2-1 win. It's going to be tight. It's going to be close. One of the Italians is going to find a way to uh, get into the score sheet, and because Toronto's home, they're not going to get and, and because Toronto's home, they're not going to be ran through. Uh, highly unlikely, but I, I do, I do think NYCFC has enough quality to see us through and to get this win. I think it's the perfect road game to start this long football trip. I think the real trap games start after. I don't think this is a trap game. Uh, but guys, I gotta, I gotta run. Unfortunately, I gotta run a little early. Yeah, no, no problem, Malik. No, no worries, right, man. Malik, where do you Thanks tweet at? Out? Where do you tweet at? So uh, people who follow us can uh, can follow you on Twitter. Oh, I'm the real Malik, uh, R E E O on like everything. The real Malik on, on Twitter and Instagram. And real Malik seven one eight on like Xbox and all that. That's 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 what I am. Cool. Dope. 
All right. We, we, well, we, we hope that, right. uh, that you enjoyed your, your special guest appearance on the podcast. And we hope that uh, now that you've been on the podcast, maybe you'll, uh, you'll give it a listen. On, on a, on a, we, we drop two episodes a week, usually a preview and a review. Yeah, man. Thanks for having me. No problem. Oh, no hey, problem. hey uh, before yeah, you no go, uh, are, you a, are you a season ticket holder? Yes. You are? Where I'm you... in San Francisco now, though. Oh, shit. But I'm in the family, I'm in the family section. My, 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 yeah, I only have one ticket, but yeah, I'm in the family what section. section. Is that? Like, what is that? Like two, three, nine or something like that. It's right, it's right by the section where the, the chicken bucket uh, <laughs> yeah. can't start it. Like, they they were two. Oh, nine around there. Yeah, yeah. So you're, you're I, think li- I'm, you're, I think I'm old six. You're living in San Francisco? Yeah, yeah. I know, uh, uh, I know Jared DeBart lives out there in Cali. Um, I'm not sure where, but I know that he, uh, there's a, uh, there's a third rail SoCal. Um, have, have you, oh, really? Yeah, there's a third rail SoCal. No, I mean, I, I know, I know, actually, at, now that I think about it, San Francisco is, you're in NoCal. Yeah, right? I'm north. You're in yeah, North, north California, California, yeah. But there is a, there's a, there's a third rail SoCal. I know, so give them a follow on, on socials. Um, if you're ever down, I mean, I know it's like a fucking 12 hour, 10 hour trip down, down to big <laughs> San Diego ship. Being from the yeah, Northeast. I've been checking out. Oakland Roots games, they're cool. Yeah, Oakland just lost everything. Uh, yeah, that, yeah twice, the, so. the Roots are going to be. They're probably going. They're trying to build a modular stadium in the parking lot. Oh shit! Oh whatever. Oh really? Oh, oh where the where the yeah. Coliseum and uh, Oracle was right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, where the A's play? I guess that's the same. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. The Coliseum. Yeah. All right, man. Well, we appreciate. But, yeah, I probably be back. We appreciate you probably back up. by the time the stadium opens up. Thanks. Yep. Have a good night. Thanks, man. All right. So, I I am predicting a 2-2 draw with our goal scorers being GP and KP. Gabriel Pereira, Keaton Parks, get on the score sheet again. And I think that both of the goals for Toronto are going to come from the Toronto Italians, Bernadeschi and Insigne. Um... Uh, in, in, uh, I'm not sure if, if they're going to be available for the, for this match, but uh, Matt Hedges was was another um, Toronto signing that was kind of big news because he's he, he plays entire career for FC Dallas. Um, he's been in the league since 2012, um, and uh, he's been a tweener kind of edge player for the U.S. Men's National Team uh, periodically over his career. Um, he's been out with a concussion though, so I don't know if he's going to be available for this game. And then uh, Michael Bradley's been out for a little while with a muscle injury. I'm not sure if he's going to be available for selection this weekend. But uh, those are so those are two big injuries for Toronto. Hopefully um, they do not are able to play because um, that'd be good for us because their defense would be a lot more leaky without Matt Hedges back there. Um, three uh, uh, three impact uh, things to watch for in this match. Um, the keys to victory: make their shit back line and Sean Johnson pay. <laughs> Make them pay for any mistake they make. Um, put the ball make in the back. Them feel of the, wrath. Put the ball in the back of the net and don't stop until the until Nick calls off the dogs. Uh, number two, mark the Italians. <laughs> make sure we know where they are at all times. Do not let them get loose. Uh, do not let them get free on a, on a set piece. Uh, know where they are at all times and contain them and uh, limit the, limit what they can do in this game. Uh, that's where the ball is going to flow through. It's going to flow through Bernadeschi and Insigne. Um, uh, at least, at least, mark one of them. One of one of them is going to be all over the place. The other one might be have a cane and moving at a snail's pace, like <laughs> behind the run of play. 
Uh, and then my last uh, key to the match is don't let Osorio and Mark Anthony K dictate the midfield. Uh, don't don't let them win the midfield. It's gonna be a good matchup watching them play Mark Anthony K and Osorio going head to head up against uh, uh, going actually. And those are two those are two Canadian men's national team players as well. So watching them um, compete against our All American midfielder Richie Ledesma, Keaton Parks, and James Sands is gonna be a fun thing to watch. Um, uh, the, the battles are often won in in the midfield. There we go. Um, yeah. So hopefully America comes out on top here, and uh, they can run a train on uh, on Osorio and K in the midfield. Um, run a train, huh? Yeah. <laughs> wow. Yeah, run a train. Uh, that's what I said. I'm sticking with it. I'm sticking to it. Okay. Se- sexual innuendo and all. I'm sticking to it. Hey uh, yo. <laughs> um. Yeah. So. Uh, where, uh, where are you guys? Are you guys get? Are you guys going to any watch parties? Or are you just going to watch from the comfort of your own living room? I'm just going to watch at home, mate. Yeah. Um, I'm watching it at home. We're going to do the pregame tw- Twitter space, and I'm going to do the. Then we're going to do the live game chat on uh, in the Discord, which uh, the last time that was a lot of fun. Uh, and uh, then we come back for the halftime Twitter space. It's the first be on the time couch. of the month, huh? Uh, yeah, and then uh, then we finish up the post game discussion on the Discord. So uh, yeah. Um. Yep, should be fun. Also, yeah. let's let's go LAFC. They're playing right now. Yeah, I actually Philly. no. Who, who, let's go who LAFC. For LAFC, stop. Just, just stop. Who are they playing? It's L- Philly. It's a. It's a. Oh, okay. Oh, 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 well, in that case, yeah. Okay. LAFC, so, yeah. in U.S. Right. Open Cup, Miami FC is playing against Inter Miami. Does the winner get to stay in MLS and the other one drops down to USL Pro? How does that work? I, I think they should just really get Miami based off the last six <laughs> games, to be honest. Also, Atlanta, well, I mean, Atlanta and Memphis are tied in the 90th minute, so that's also that's also noteworthy. Oh, no, no, okay. no, Atlanta's losing 2-1. Oh, in that, extra time. oh my all, God. Atlanta's all, going out. Wow. All I know is that uh, apparently there are more Miami FC fans in Miami than uh, in inner Miami fans because uh, I think they had like one of those contests to light a building up, kind of like we did used to do with like the Empire State Building with NYCFC and Red Bulls. Like, what pre- I think we still yeah, occasionally wasn't, wasn't it lit blue? Didn't we win? Uh, well, I mean, it, it's always been lit blue every single time that like they pretty much got, but like uh, Miami, uh, a building lit up in Miami's logo and colors today. So, Inner Miami, uh, it's being uh, outshined. Right? It's, it's Miami FC got their badge and colors and logo and everything like that. Like, if you you look it up, I'm pretty sure you can see it. Uh, it was all displayed on the side of a building. I don't know if they did it for Inner Miami as well, but it seems that uh, if like, like I don't I don't live in Miami, but apparently, uh, yeah, apparently Miami yeah, FC is uh, they're an extra time going, right now. Half time of extra time. Apparently, they're trying to go for an MLS uh, like, like a, a Miami takeover. So that should be Didn't, fun. Uh, oh, wow. is all... that Bill? Wait, does Bill Amid play for Memphis? He might. He's useless now. Because Memphis is, correct me if I'm wrong, if Memphis... Yep, yep, that's him. That's him. That's Bill Amid? That's him. Yeah, he's... Yep. Yep. Wow. I, I see the picture on one football. That's him. Oh, my God. That's a that's a big fall off, man. He was a MLS. He was a pretty good MLS keeper for a long time. And for him to do it, Memphis got a 96th minute penalty to force extra time. And four minutes into uh, extra time, they uh, no, 10 minutes into extra time, they took the lead. Wow. They're currently in the 108 and they're in Atlanta. 
So wait, what what's going on right now? Are, are basically the MLS teams falling US apart Open. right now? So, some, some. I know, I know, but but it, okay. So New Mexico leads Phoenix. Chicago beat Chicago House, but that's... Colorado is drawing one one with Northern Colorado. Northern well, Colorado Hailstorm. Colorado Houston, was up one zero. Northern Colorado scored at, in the, at the end of the first half. It's one one. Memphis, hey, Jonathan Lewis Memphis scored. Is beating up. Jonathan Lewis scored in the fifth minute for Colorado. Okay, never mind. Outside of a few uh, few situations, it seems like the MLS teams are mostly winning here. Uh, there are a few uh, exceptions. DC beats uh, Richmond kickers. Since he beat uh, KFC uh, Louisville. Hey, KFC. D- oh, DC yeah. beat Richmond kickers on a fifty-first minute fucking PK. That's not, that's fucking bullshit. <laughs> Well, a lot of these, you also have to remember, a lot of these teams are rotating. Like, I, I yeah, doubt yeah. a lot of these teams are playing, like, the full first and, squad. And, 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 and Richmond missed a penalty in the 76th. Whereas the USL teams are mo- or, and, and below are probably mostly, like, building full-strength teams because they want to go as far as possible. Yeah. So, uh, Natural nil-nil with San Antonio. We don't come in for... NYFC, com- is it next round or the round after? Round four. It's I next round. Round four. But so here's the here's the kicker with that shit. We're not in it. We're not in a group with the Red Bulls or Philly or the Revs. I don't think so. Like, I'm fine with that. I know, but the problem is, I'm fine is with that. it's all it's all region. It's all region. It's like a regional start of the tournament. So like, who who are we gonna play? Like we might have to travel kind of far for this US well, Cup game. I mean, whoever probably. I mean, there's going to be other teams in our region who are in our who are, who are in the tournament. I'm pretty sure we'll play like, you be, know, whoever we DC. draw in the region. I mean, I'm trying with playing facing I mean, DC. Hey, that's, that's, They're not a good might, team might be, either. Might be Columbus. Might be DC. Pittsburgh, maybe. Uh, listen, uh, shit. <laughs> More USL or NISA teams, please. I'll or, take that. Or Cincinnati. You know, like, Cincinnati is close too, I guess. All right. Uh, so, uh, no, that's probably more Midwest. Cincinnati's not too far. Yeah. All right. So let's go around. I wouldn't want to fly for a U.S. Open Cup game. Sorry. Let me get my mind. Let's go around here and give our final thoughts heading into Toronto. Let's start with Christian. My final thoughts? Uh, outside of Joe absolutely fucking tilting me, uh, I uh, this week has been good for NYCFC supporters. Uh in uh, in more ways than one that go way beyond just the results that we're getting on the pitch. This team is currently, we found a way to stay in the mix. We're in fourth in the East and five points off the top, which is also five points off a of supporter shield. And this is, we're a good team right now. And I and I like where we're headed um, for all the shit that we've given Nick Cushing. Uh, for, he's finally starting to show that tactical flexibility and it's starting to pay dividends. He hasn't been afraid to try some things. And uh, Santi at the False Nine is something that I definitely enjoy and I definitely want to see more of. I think the good times continue this week. And I think this is going to be a productive road trip. I don't think we're going to win every game. Uh, I don't even think we're going to get points in every single game, but I think we're going to get points in most think, of them. And I think if you win two of these, I, I, two out of the four, I think you can call it successful. Uh-huh. And so I, I, I'm, I'm confident uh, for lack of a better term, because I hate using this word when describing our, our team, uh, I'm bullish on the team, uh, and and I think that um, yeah, no, I think that this week is going to be another good week for NYCFC uh, and, and its supporters, uh, and I'm looking forward to seeing you know how things play out after that game and seeing where we stand after 
because uh, right now it, it seems that this is a team that has tons of potential, and now it's just a matter of turning, uh, parlaying that potential into consistent results, which we have seen, to be fair, over the last few games. But, um, you know, I want to see uh, a longer um, sample. But, yeah, good times. Davi, final thoughts? Let's go ahead and fuck up Sean John. Let's go ahead and fuck him up. Let's, I just, I, I don't, I don't. Let, let, no. Let's put five, five on his goddamn head. Um, make, make these stupid Canadians uh, pay for all the uh, playoff suffrage that we've had to go through thanks to them. Um, let's go ahead and prove why um, we are the we we are one of the best teams in the league. Um, and let's go ahead and prove to most of these quote unquote pundits um, why. Uh, we we are not going to finish 12th. We're going to make playoffs. Um, I think if you talk to people um, at the start of February, uh, if you were to tell them at the start of May, uh, we'd be in a playoff spot quite comfortably. I think they'd probably call you crazy, but that's just the city way. We just play phenomenal football. Uh, Tati owning Real Madrid, uh, it's fantastic, you know, uh, especially coming uh, from someone that absolutely despises Real Madrid. Um, I, I was just so happy that uh, he was able to get the massive breakthrough. I mean, even at two goals, uh, even just two goals against Real Madrid would have been uh, like applaudable. Like pe- people still would have known his name, even, even if he had scored twice against them and, and they would have won 2-1. Um, you know, that the fact that he just went out there, balled out, scored four goals is incredible. Now he's on every... now. Everybody knows his name, um, you know, because nobody scores four goals against Real Madrid and then goes unnoticed uh, for at least uh, 24 to 48 hours after. Um, yeah, I'm just hoping that um, he's hoping that he can uh, keep going. He's got seven games left in, the, in La Liga. Hopefully he can keep this uh, good form um, towards the end of the end of the season and, um, you know, hopefully get a big fat bag for him. Um yeah, I'm just uh, really happy right now with uh, Tati and the, where the club is going. And, you know, I keep saying it. Once we get a striker, the league is fucked. And you can spell fucked all caps. The league is fucked once we get a real striker. Very nice. I agree. Um, my final thoughts. Let's, and, let's go, and let's go LAFC. <laughs> my final thoughts are that this is the first game of a four-game streak against Eastern Conference opponents. Um, Eastern Conference away days are super important to get uh, to get some semblance of points. If you can't get three, at least try to get one. Um, Toronto is... Uh, they're lower in the table, uh, but they're hard to beat. Um, Charlotte's up after that. They're kind of having a very up-and-down yo-yo season. They just trade away one of their better uh, attacking players. Uh, then we have uh, the, uh, the a pinnacle of our... One of Important game in our season is a Hudson River Derby, the away day, away leg of that. Um, and then we then we start the midweek matches with an away match against Orlando City. Um, so, I mean, these... Which I, I fully expect all of our fans to show up for that Hudson River Derby. I, I expect... Yeah, but this um, isn't... A, this... Uh, basically, the LAFC takeover uh, at LA Galaxy, but just like for us, like we this take is, over Red Bull Arena. This is an important anyway. four-match string of games um we have we can't have a fall uh, a major drop off in form and we need to get results um because the results that we get now make it a lot easier for the end of the season 
um, for us to jostle for playoff position, home home field advantage, um, and potentially contend for uh, maybe a first or second seed in the East, depending upon how we do and how this new formation and tactical alignment kind of progresses and gels. Uh, so, I mean, I'm cautiously optimistic. Uh, we do not get, uh, we, we do not traditionally get good results, um, up in Toronto. Um, but hopefully we can catch them, uh, lacking and, and, uh, and, and get three points or at least a point. Um, but, uh, I'm excited to watch us play. Um, although away, away days make me nervous because we tend to have a major drop off in form, uh, whenever we're playing outside the confines of the greater New York area. But, uh, but yeah, I'm, ex- I'm excited for Twitter spaces. Uh, we haven't had a Twitter space in like a fucking month. Um, so I'm excited to chop it up with uh, fellow members of the fandom, previous podcasts. I'm sure we'll drop in and talk. Uh, pre-game is usually about an hour and 15 minutes before the uh, kickoff, so we can kind of talk about when the lineup drops. Uh, then we have a quick little 15-minute space at halftime on Twitter, and then we migrate over to our Discord. If you haven't joined already, make sure you do so. We go over to Discord, and uh, I usually pop in there, and we, and we talk a little bit. And then uh, Christian and Davi are the night owls, and they uh, they hang out there well until uh, well deep into the night. Um, NYCFC night owls trademarked. Um, <laughs> tried, at least I, I fucking should have trademarked it when I was <laughs> fucking hot. That's what I should have done, but I didn't. But uh, but yeah, thank you for uh, thank you for listening, and thank you for supporting, and thank you for the any interactions you have with us on Twitter. Um, it was fun seeing everybody at the at the stadium for the past couple matches. Um, going from uh, Yankee Stadium to to City Field, it was uh, it was definitely a cool experience. But uh, I hope that we can uh, still have fun in the Twitter space and get some points and, and have um, some 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 fun stuff to talk about. And hopefully we're in a in a happier, more jovial mood um, and not miserable after a, a bad performance on the road because the road is like the, it's not good. We, we've not. We've not but, but- but as our listeners have learned today, it's uh, a bad performance isn't isn't necessary to uh, light any of us off. It could just be someone saying something stupid, like Toronto was not bad. <laughs> I can't. I can't. <laughs> All right. As always, New York is motherfucking blue. Fuck Toronto. Fucking Canadians and their flapping heads. <laughs>